When the seagulls follow the trawler, it's because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you. I'm now away to get me suit, my shot. Yes! What about your start to the game? I was, it wasn't bad, was it? Well, well I asked him which way he thinks it should be done. Hey, what a we get down to it. And then we talk about it for 20 minutes. And then we decide I was right. Messi! You could drop a tarantula into his shorts and he'll still be cool. You can't win anything with kids. But then it's Beckham, then it's Beckham, then it's Beckham! And welcome to Sacked in the Morning, the football podcast that's always got its finger on the pulse. And it's about football. Uh, yeah, and it's going to uh, do a season prediction three months into the season. Yeah. That's recap how we do. Prediction. It's not really a recap, we'll though, is it? A season review slash predictions of what we think will happen for the rest of the season. (laughs) Yeah, but considering that we're going to do our predictions and that we made them at the start of... Yeah, but we can change... I've changed some of them already. You broke the rules already, then. I was going to say, Liverpool are going to win the league at the start of the season. I'm freaking changing that. Okay, anyway. (laughs) Everyone, shut up, because... Wait, if you had Liverpool to win the league at the start of the season, that just makes you silly. He never listens to me, does he? My name is Richard. I am your host. I am joined, as always, by my two guests, Tom. Hello, Tom. Hey. And Phelan. Hello, Phelan. How's it going? Uh, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah. All right. Okay. Edit that out. Um, And we're also joined by a new guest. Uh, He will be joining us for most episodes from now on, and that is my good friend, Danny. Hello, Danny. How are you? Hey, Richard. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much for asking. Danny, you need to be introduced, my good friend, because everyone knows everything about us. So tell us a little bit about yourself. They know everything about you, mate. They're listening to you constantly. You're (laughs) Statman Tom. Everything, yeah. So how do I know you, Danny? Where are you from? What's your footballing philosophy? What team do you support? Okay, so... Basically, me and Richie met back in Armenia a couple of years ago when we were getting our UEFA B coaching license together. I, w- I was their beloved translator slash friend slash guide, you know? So 
I'm a football coach. I used to I used to be a football coach. I'm changing my career now, but I used to coach. I've worked as a coach for more than seven, eight years now in Kuwait and then moved to Armenia in a professional club here with their academy system. Um, yeah, I guess that's like, that's the basics about me, you know, and like the more we talk, the more, you know, the more we get to know each other, like I'm sure they're going to find out more information about me. Okay. And uh, just fill us in. What team do you support, Danny? Uh, I'm a Real Madrid supporter since I was a child, I was a kid. But when it comes to the Premier League, I support United. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, what what United did we say? Newcastle United, wasn't it? Leeds United, Manchester West Ham United. <laughs> There's only one United. <laughs> uh, no, no, there isn't, my friend. Cold. There is only one Hotspur. <laughs> sure, that used to be our motto for ages. Can't be really. Cares, really. Yeah. Shut up, man. Was it? Were you such? Oh, a... Everyone care about that. You're still outnumbered. You're still. You're, we're still two to one to one feeling. So you know, well, still, they're yeah. Arsenal. So who cares? Whatever. Okay. What's your footballing philosophy, Danny? Tell How do so you think football man. should be played? He's always hostile to me, man. He just know, he can't this, stand. This, it just seems more of it today. He can't stand that I'm the star. You know, <laughs> that's that's the thing. Is he knows he's falling down the pecking order. The fans aren't buying as many of his merchandise anymore. It's all yeah, about this. Did you not know? See, you don't even have merchandise. That's why no one knows you, man. I've got loads of merch out there. Always selling it for the little kiddies. Okay, then. Hustle, loyalty, respect. Buy my my tea towel. Language. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, so Danny, what's your footballing philosophy? How do you like football to be played? Well... I love the possession game, you know, when you keep possession and then sometimes work on the counter-attacks, high-pressing football, you know, try to win the ball as fast as you can and then, like, just keep it, move the opposition left to right, left to right, and then, like, once you find that pocket of space, utilize the space, go attack, you know? That's my philosophy. That's my philosophy as a coach. That's how I like to see football play, you know? Yeah, I know. You're boring and... uh you buy into How's the that hype. boring, mate? Yeah. Come on. Like, wow. Football, Sorry. Did we not football. have this discussion a few weeks ago that that Barcelona team and that Spain team were two of the most boring teams to yeah, watch in history? That's just one example, two examples. Out of, yeah. Loads of examples. Come on, give me another one. Come on. Awesome. Mate, let me give you an example, okay? Counter-attack From, football, uh, right? 2000s. Madrid yeah. is the kings of counter-attack. How many Champions yeah. Leagues do we have? Yeah, but that's not what you said. He did. He said no, that, no, he did. He said possession football. He did say. Yeah, but I did. Say, oh, I didn't I hear that. Yeah. Uh, okay, I didn't hear that. I apologize. I apologize. I didn't. No hear worries. That. No worries. I'm I in the wrong. I just heard the possession football. <laughs> um, so that's what. Uh, that's what uh, I heard that, and carried on with. Counter attacking and high press with a bit of possession mixed in. That was probably yep. the point where I was snoring. I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome, Danny, to Sacked in the Morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Glad to be okay. here. So, moving into our topic for this week, guys. You're trying to still work out how the camera works. Yeah. <laughs> Moving into the topic for this week, uh, yeah, as I said, 
We are now currently almost in November, and we have decided that we're going to do our 2022-2023 uh, predictions. So, yeah, like I said, finger on the pulse, guys. Good work. But basically, this is a thing that me and Tom started a while back. We started having writing down our predictions. We put a £10 bet on it. Whoever gets the most points, the, so the most correct answers at the end of the season, wins the money. Phelan joined a couple of years ago, and then that was COVID see, That was COVID year, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, so it all kind of went a bit tits up. Danny, you're a bit late to the party, so feel free to chip in at any point you want, but we're not going to take your money, okay? Don't worry about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we have a few categories. The categories are the top four in the Premier League, who we think is going to be champions as well. Top four can be in any order. We usually tend to try and put it in some kind of order. But as long as you get the four teams in the top four in any order, that's one point. Uh, yeah, who the champions are, who the relegated teams are, who the promoted teams are from the championship. Uh, again, any order, doesn't matter. We don't have to pick champion second and playoff. It can just be any three. That's fine. Uh, golden boot. We tend to pick five players in that category. If any one of them is a golden boot uh, winner, then you get the point for that. PFA player of the year. First to be sacked, but we'll get to that as we go through at the moment. Uh, FA Cup, League <laughs> Cup winners, Champions League winners, and Ballon d'Or winner as well. So mm, but that's already happened, mm. doesn't it? No, it happens in December, doesn't it? No, it already happened. Well, just win. Ballon d'Or, right? yeah. did it happen? Yeah, Benzema, yeah. Benzema won the Ballon d'Or. It was early with this year, wasn't it? what you would assume the order of stuff to be has been thrown out the window a little right. bit while well, we're we... a bit late for this one as well because you know we just yeah. covered the world cup first yeah a little bit we we covered the world cup first which has pushed us back a little bit yeah so yeah, yeah. um did we all do a ballon d'or winner though by the way uh yeah right mine down okay so that's yeah, fine did. so we so we wrote that anyway, but obviously if that's already happened, then then it's already happened. Um, yes, I would, I would, can I can I know what you guys like? Who who did you guys vote for? Yeah, we'll get to that. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> we'll we'll do it anyway. We'll we'll get to that anyway. But um, okay. yeah, we'll we'll just have to sounds remember good, when it comes good. to a end of the season. So yeah, those are our categories usually. So that is um, and those are the rules that we tend to play by. So as I said. A couple of the categories, Ballon d'Or winner now is also one of those, are a little bit iffy and up in the air. Uh, the other one, we'll start off with this one because it is one that's a little bit skewiffed, is the first manager sacked. So we're obviously recording this in uh, end of October, just before the beginning of November, before um, then. There's been quite a few sackings, has there not, gentlemen? Mm. So we changed it from first sacking. to be sacked to next to be sacked, and now we've pretty much just called this category off. Yeah, we'll discuss who we've all put down and if we've got any honourable <laughs> mentions or anything like that. But yeah, this category's pretty much been scratched for all of us now, so... All of our predictions should have been from the beginning of September. However, Tom's already said he's changed his. I'm pretty sure Phelan has changed his at some point as well, which means I think I'm the only one who's actually stuck by the rules. No, I've only changed the order of my top four. 
So you haven't changed any of the actual top four, no? No, nah, just the order. Just the, the order. Four. Okay. See, I've also just noticed that he's watching TV. Yeah. Remembering he's being recorded for a video that might go up on YouTube. He's <laughs> <laughs> It's a free country, mate. Yeah. I'm not, How many I'm YouTube not videos do you want to watch where the person talking is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, uh, yeah, they do channels yeah. dedicated to people watching TV. That's not yeah, one of these I, channels, though. <laughs> and I'm listening to your monologue, so, you know. Most people react to football on TV. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, Phelan's our, he, he's our newsman. He's going to keep us live, up to date, with the scores that are currently happening in the league at the moment, which you're not going to care about because this isn't coming out for another... <laughs> Four weeks yet. Right, okay. We're on the ball. We're on the pace, man. Uh, Finger yeah. on the pulse. Okay, so gentlemen. Sacked manager. Pretty much a scuff. But let's talk about who you guys thought. Let's start off with Tom. Um, I think I was probably leaning towards Frank Lampard at the start of the season. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's done recent, reasonably well. Picked up a little bit. So picked up, games, yeah, the last few games that they've definitely picked up. Um. Brendan Rodgers was another one that was on the radar at the start of the season, but again, they've stuck with him. I've got three written down that I had we started doing this, and Stephen Gerrard's the only one that's actually been sacked so far. Um, Hassan Hootel was another one that I thought maybe, but it's again still hanging in there. Yeah, he was he was uh, kind of an honourable mention for me as well. Hassan Hootel, uh, Lampard. His name always seems to come up, and then he always seems to somehow survive it. Do you know what I think it is? I think the problem that I was thinking was that Southampton are going to look at the situation eventually and think, okay, sure, he keeps keeping us up, but we're not progressing. I also and... wonder if it's a point of they're, they're looking at it go, who else could we get that would do any better right now? Yeah, that's yeah, what I think as well. I think that's a, that's a big shout uh, as well. I don't see them getting much Because for the first time now. like this season, you're actually hearing of managers turning jobs down. More so than I've probably heard in uh, many other seasons gone by. I mean, take Wolves just literally within the last seven days. They've approached someone and they got turned down. Who did they approach? And they approached the QPR they... managers, didn't they? Um... Yeah, they approached him and um, QPR approached gave permission people. and he turned it down. Okay. So you're seeing that more and more now. It's not just teams approaching someone to speak to their manager, talk to the manager, manager goes, it, there is a bit more of people turning jobs down. I wonder if Southampton are looking at going, there's nobody else around right now that could possibly do any better. Do you think he could survive a third 9-0, though? No. That, <laughs> no. Absolutely not. That's probably after going some form of Guinness World Record at that point. Three 9-0 defeats. <laughs> yeah, you'd think so, right? Yeah. That would be pretty appalling. Um, so who did you actually have down as your as your pick? Well, at the start of the season. At the start of the uh, season. Lampard. Lampard was your pick, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, Phelan, what, what were you thinking for this? So I had, uh, like time, I had three. So I had Cooper at Forest, especially after they bought a completely new playing squad. I didn't expect him to see out of September. And then they gave him a new contract. Figure that one out. Uh, Lampard, because I thought his position would be a little bit precarious coming in after last season, only really surviving uh, within the last kind of month of the season. They didn't have a particularly big transfer window. Um, so I expected him to be him to be gone and Gerard. 
because they hadn't, Villa literally hadn't moved. And they spent loads of money. And I was expecting him with honorable mentions as uh, Brendan Rogers and Silver at Fulham. Okay. And who, who was your, your guy, did you say? Was it Lampard, did you say? Or... No, you said Cooper, didn't you? Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, Forest Manager. Uh, well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I expect had... him to see out September. No, I had him down as well to go pretty early. I figured that, you know, new new board came in, massive turnover of players. They might look at the situation and think, well, let's get a Matt R man in or something like that. So he yeah. was very much an honourable mention for me. Especially after they dumped the entire recruitment team after yeah. signing 22 players. They like the yeah. whole site, they dumped like head of recruitment, head scout, a couple of other scouts, technical director, but they gave the manager a new contract. Actually, well, it just seems like a little players, bit out of place to me. You know? What, these are the team that recruited us? And yeah, they fired, uh, the they fired them. Oh, they must think we're all crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they signed 22 players. That tells you all you need to know sometimes. It's going to be a whole new squad up there, isn't it? You yeah. Know, just... yeah, pretty much. Chemistry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've seen a couple of glimpses of what some of the players can do. They beat Liverpool last week. Yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. They, they, it's gonna they take haven't time. signed anybody that would set the world alight. Mm. Maybe Lingard on his day. I, think... I mean, if if Lingard hadn't had the season that, that, he had that, last season, then I would say probably yeah. If he went straight there from West Ham, then I would go yeah. I think I think that would be a really good signing for them. But he had a whole season on the bench, pretty much, didn't he? So Henderson's been <laughs> the standout. I think yeah, Henderson has definitely been the standout guy. Uh, I'll keep mine nice and brief. I've given you who my honourable mentions are. I thought Brendan Rodgers would be gone by now, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think that um, they didn't do great last season. They got off to a very poor start. They didn't recruit anyone, basically, during the transfer window. They lost, uh, like, Casper uh, Schmeichel, I would say, is definitely. Schmeichel, people, yeah, yeah, they lost some 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 clout in that team uh vardy looks like he's on the down and out now a little bit and they haven't really got replaced him with someone that can score i mean they've got is it backer is that the guy that they yeah but he's not really done anything at the moment um Tielemans looks like he wants to leave as well. You know, I, yeah. I honestly thought he'd be he'd be gone. I thought he'd be gone by now. Yeah, yeah. He but he's Arsenal. Didn't want to go Arsenal during the summer, and Madison to Newcastle is rumored to be back potentially big another January transfer. So they they could get really gutted if they're not careful. Yeah, and and I thought that that was going to cost him his job, but they looked better the last couple of weeks. So. Yeah, yeah. They've maybe they've turned a little bit of a corner. I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, did you I have mean, any thoughts on this against City? I I I don't know any scores from today. So if you're asking me my opinion, I have no idea. It was one nil against City. They weren't bad. I mean, they considered a free kick. Right. A couple of chances missed. But I mean, I don't know, man. I thought like Rogers was going to be gone. As well, yeah, like, I had the same opinion as you. You know, I I just thought it was that they were going to look at the situation and thought, well, you got us in almost into the top four twice, and then last season they plummeted down the league pretty much, didn't they? 
And then yeah, this... I, was, I was expecting him to have been gone by that kind of international uh, yeah. that international break at the end of September yeah, the with the Nations League. Break, I thought yeah. that was where they were going to kind of pull the trigger on it. Yeah, give the new person, you know, a week to 10 days with the squad because most of the squad stayed at home. They didn't get called up for international duty. Give them a week or so to work and then they can come out the other side of it and start putting some results together. But again, maybe in. it was like the, the, the Southampton situation that you were talking about. Like who yeah, are they, they going to replace it and decided that, Yeah, that there was nobody else to come in. Yeah, I think they need to be careful about the next appointment, really, Leicester. Yeah. Need to find someone that's better than Rogers. Yeah. I don't think that's that easy, as it seems. Mm. I, I guess it all depends who wants to go in there as well, isn't exactly. it? That's the thing. You know, they're not a team with a lot of money to spend. They're, they're usually ran quite fiscally sound anyway, so the chairman's not going to go splashing around the cash a lot. So, yeah, I don't know who would go in there. So... Oh, I've got a question for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think the next manager to be sacked will be? As of like from today? Honestly, I feel like Davis. Wolves. I mean, he's only in temporary charge at the moment anyway, isn't he? Yeah. Till the end of the next so, till no. the end of the season. But do you think they'll take him out of that position and put someone else I in mean, temporary charge? They're like, what well, no. Like bottom four, right? Oh. At the moment, I'm I'm thinking I've I've just the light bulb's just gone off my head. Who I think is next? Oh, okay. uh, Jesse Marsh at Leeds. Oh no, yeah, I'm at Werewolves thinking. in the league. <laughs> oh, Werewolves, yeah, uh, bottom three or four, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're like 18. You know? um, sure they don't want to get relegated. I don't think anyone wants to get relegated, do they? But it's usually out of your control. Not um, a team like Wolves, you know. How many years I'm, now in the Premier League? I mean, I don't think that's a terrible shout. I, I think that they might bring Nuno back in till the end of the season. Well, that's what they said, to, though, yeah. no? Yeah. Apparently, they were they were in touch with him because he's coaching in Saudi now, right? Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So apparently, they got in touch with him or something, but... I, I think know. that's the, the same as, like, you know, the, the coaching in China. It's like, well, I'm here to get my money until a better team yeah, comes yeah, in, yeah. and then fuck it, I'll leave. <laughs> Give me yeah. a year, you know? Yeah, yeah, basically, like oh, hell, a rolling one month contract. Might not have been bad for what ten weeks worth of work last season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's probably still getting paid for that now, isn't he? So, yeah, probably. Um, I mean, I don't think that's a terrible shout, but I, I, I think Jesse Marsh. Yeah, I think that he's probably the next guy to go. Yeah, I think so. He looked uh, last week. He looked a broken man. Um, what, yeah, I don't the, think he appreciated the Leeds week. fans singing Bielsa's name. Yeah, which was really weird to me. I know he got them up and everything, but they were terrible under him towards the end. Yeah. I mean, they're not getting battered at the moment. I mean, they're in the same position they were with Bielsa now anyway. Yeah, but Bielsa, you look at that team and you think they could ship eight goals. Same with this team. I don't know. I don't see this team losing by that many it's... goals. They'll lose games, but two or three, maybe, you know. I look at yeah, the Bielsa yeah, team and think... Goal as well, you know. One goal difference. Yeah, I mean... Last couple of games. I mean, against Arsenal, they were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but they lost 3-0 yeah. three, three last week. I can't remember. 3-2, uh, isn't it? 3-2, yeah. 3-2 against yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. So that's what I'm saying, you know. So, so But after... The second goal went in or something. The guy looked like he wanted to cry. 
He just looked yeah. There, there wasn't lost. a re- there wasn't a reaction. There was nothing from him, and there was nothing from the team that said that yeah. they were gonna there was gonna be that they were gonna get back into the game. Yeah, they just kind of they just kind of deflated, and then it was trying not to ship goals because I yeah, thought they could have done bereft of ideas. He just looked like I don't know. Yeah, but even talking to the subs on the sideline, it didn't look like there was anything like he was motivating them or trying to... Yeah, nothing like, you come here, come here right now. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do this, we're going to do that. He just looked like... Go on, you go out and try and do something. But I just wanted to say that, actually, like, there's no motivation whatsoever, you know? It's like, they're dead. They they can see one goal, that's it. Game over, you know? Like, come on, man. Like, where's the hard work? Where's the passion, you know? They look... Defeated as soon as they concede, they're yeah. like, well, that's it, then isn't it? Exactly, they're like, game yeah. over, you know, that's it, we're yeah. done. Like, you say they played really well against Arsenal, but th- weren't they? They were drawing with Arsenal, weren't they? I, I can't, I didn't, I didn't watch the game, so I don't know, but obviously, they could have, if they had scored their penalty, they would have uh, got a draw. No, they did come mm. back into the game, yeah, you're right, you're right, they came um, back into the game, but, and yeah, they, yeah. they looked good, and and Patrick Bamford looked like he like he actually wanted the result, and then you, that's why you thought that they would have been better in the next game. But in the next game again, they just looked. I mean, that's what you do when you play a massive club like Arsenal. You get motivated to play that team. Tottenham Hotspur are a good football team. I meant the next team that they played, but yeah, but they played well against Arsenal yeah. because obviously Arsenal are huge. Tottenham Hotspur are a good football team. Okay. Anyone got anything else they want to add to the manager situation? I just uh, other than the fact that the sackings have been a little bit strange at the start of the season. They weren't, definitely weren't ones we would have seen coming. Two oh, shell one springs to mind is just why sack him like three days after the transfer window closed by bringing in the players that he wanted to bring in. If yeah, the new board wanted to make a statement, that. you make the statement when he takes over and take him out at that point. You don't let him have the entire transfer window. And then go. Oh, actually, no, we're not feeling this. You can, you can go. After you've just spent all this money on players that he would have been involved in that process, this didn't make a lot of sense at all. Too sure at Chelsea. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was weird, honestly. I wasn't expecting it at all. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't think anyone was at Champions League what, two, two seasons ago. Uh, yeah, the season before yeah. uh, Madrid, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like that was, I don't know, just weird, you know? They got to two finals as well, lost them both on penalty. So it's not like they had a disastrous season. Yeah. Um, but that's Chelsea finished. all over though, really, isn't it? You know, like... Yeah, but the new board was know. supposed to be a bit different. And then, you know, if you... I get it, you know, you just, we were talking about earlier, you know, someone comes in, takes over a club, they want their own man in charge. Fine. But if you're going to do that, you do it at the start, when you put the whole transfer window with the new person to kind of shape it as he wants. Not Fair three enough. days after. Not three days after it closes, when it's po- like everything you've done through the summer is just like completely pointless at that point. Yeah, yeah. I would say apart from that sacking, I think most of them which have been justified so far. Yeah, I mean Gerard's one was like he, he wasn't expecting it, you know. Nowhere under Gerard. I mean, they they haven't improved, have they? That's the thing. But then. How much improvement do you want in how short a time? I mean, because he came in about this time last year, right? Yeah. So you've only really given him a season 
I mean, do you? You've given him a season plus loads of money, and they were still in pretty much the same place they were twelve months ago. Yeah, but it also doesn't help when the fans sit in the stands and chant, "We want Gerard out." Yeah, I think fans have got too much power. Personally, I think their opinions matter too much. They say something, and that's it. You know. Yeah, I, I never, I, 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 I hate football fans personally. I think that they're, they're the scum of the earth. I just um, yeah, honestly, sometimes yeah. they ruin it, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that you know they, they wield too much they power do. and they don't know what they want most of the time. Exactly, they, 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 they just the cause like yeah? stress. You know, it's like just extra stress on the club, on the manager, you know, the board. We're all horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. we are making this podcast yeah, I guess it was you guys wanted mm. to make this podcast I, I personally didn't care I could have made one on tiddlywinks but you know whatever <laughs> okay so let's talk about the, the next one that we are we going with this one or do we think because it's already happened we're going to call this as a no the Ballon d'Or i just quickly mention who we thought would win it so we're not counting this towards our points tally nah. then, no no, no. No, it's happened, so can't we? Okay, fair enough. So, who do we think is going to win it? Who did we think was going to win it? Feeling? Uh, I, I actually thought Benzema would do it. Shut up! No, you no, didn't. He, like, the only reason why Real Madrid won the Champions League was because of Benzema. True. Sure. Simple as that. It's the only reason why yeah. they, they, they won it. Sure, and it Champions League winners tend to have a big say in where the Ballon d'Or goes. It's usually somebody from that team um, so I did think it was going to be Benzema but I didn't think Courtois was the goalkeeper of the year last season absolutely not that was literally just because of the final yeah 100% but yeah, there's no way he deserved that award but no I did, I did have Benzema to win it because let's face it Messi and Ronaldo hadn't done squats uh, Mbappe not particularly Haaland's probably in with a shout for next year because he's what class as a, a bigger club than Borussia Dortmund that stands a chance of more going deep in the Champions club, League and it, like, yeah. make a big impact in the, in the Premier League. So um, it was kind of really the only viable candidate at that point. Tom, you seemed like you wished to disagree. No, I'm absolutely 100% agreeing with feeling. Uh, that's exactly who I had as well because I have sense and I am a football fan who knows my stuff. Yeah, Karen Benzema was the only choice for player of the year. This year, in my opinion. We've got it written down. If you want to see his name, it's there. <laughs> Why is it crossed that? Benzema, please please show your work. Exactly. I think maybe Lewandowski's the only person who really could challenge him, but I don't think he had a good as year. As he didn't have a particularly great season. If Salah had won the Champions League, then maybe. Nah, I actually think if Liverpool had won it, it might have gone to Mane, maybe. Mane, yeah, Mane, yeah. maybe. You know, AFCON winner and then... Um, like if he'd have had a big impact in the Champions League final, um, it could have gone his way. Okay, well let's finish out let's finish out this hat trick then. Danny, who did you think would win the Ballon d'Or? Honestly, like as the guy said, like Benzema, I think that was obvious, you know? Like after what he did in the Champions League, like he carried us basically. Against PSG, against Chelsea, you know. So uh, I think that was an easy one, honestly. Like, the whole world of football, like whoever watched football Champions League, they knew like it was Benzema, no? I would say that I think that if this was held after the World Cup, it might be a little bit different. I don't know, depending on the result of the World Cup. True, true, true. But, um, for right now, yeah, Benzema. 
Okay, well, apparently I have no idea why I host this podcast. I think it's just because of my oozing charisma, because I don't know anything <laughs> about football, apparently. Uh, because, uh, yeah, I didn't pick Benzema. I figured the Ballon d'Or is nothing but a popularity contest. Who does everyone cream their pants about at the moment? Mbappe. So, yeah. yeah I don't, he isn't one enough. No. <laughs> I, well, I went for Mbappe. So, okay. Because I don't necessarily think it really matters about what people win sometimes. Uh, it's more about like which way public sentiment is flowing. I don't think the Ballon d'Or is necessarily about quality of player all the time or who's necessarily had the best season. Um, because I think that there was plenty of times between the 400 that Ronaldo and Messi won between them that there were other players that you could have quite easily considered. But it was it, it was like, no... Oh, Messi, oh, I dream about you at night. Oh, why can't you be my lover? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially the year he won over Van Dijk, um, which was ridiculous. Yeah, and there's one where so, Ronaldo won over Lewandowski, which was wrong as well. Yeah. So, yeah, my other choice would have been Lewandowski because, again, everyone was banging on about him last season as well yep. because, you know, he broke Gerd Muller's scoring record. Uh, and then I thought everyone was going to be like, Lewandowski, he's the greatest, but I thought Mbappe's got the, the image a little bit more, mainly because he's on the cover of the FIFA game. And usually that's a pretty good indication of who the people cream their pants over. If, so. if France win the World Cup, then um, he... Oh, yeah. yeah. You mean like yeah, that, yeah. did? That, that, that's that. a fairly safe bet. Yeah, but they, I mean, Ronaldo and Messi were already at their peak at that time, so I'm talking about now. Yeah. And I think Ronaldo and Messi are in the picture. Unless, no, unless, not unless, now. Unless Argentina win the World Cup. Messi's basically retired now, and he's playing in France. Oh, ouch. Mm. And Ronaldo might as well be sitting on the United bench and throwing straps and walking down tunnels before games is finished. I kind of have a little bit of sympathy for him, to be honest with you, though. I mean, personally, yes. But as a team player, no, I don't have any sympathy yeah. for him. But I totally understand as an individual why he'd be pissed off about it, but you know, he's playing a team sport. I guess it was yeah. just disrespectful, you know, like put him, putting him on like on the last yeah. third, four, three, four minutes left to the game. He decides to put him on, you know, dude hasn't been playing, he's not getting his minutes. He has World Cup coming in, like probably his last one. Just got into his head, you know, but I mean, you're a player of that caliber, like you're Ronaldo, you know. Like one of the best players ever. Like you can't do that. I'm sorry for the language, but you can't do that, you know? I don't. But... I mean, I agree with you from a team standpoint of view. He should do what's best for the team. But I don't necessarily feel this decision is part of the team. This feels very much Jose Mourinho, I'm going to come in and make a point and a stand and show you that no one is above me kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it feels like to me. I'm not necessarily going to disagree with that statement because Ten Hag's come in and, you know, he's coming from what is perceived to be a lesser league. He's coming in from what's perceived to be a lesser club. So, you know, he's going to want to stamp his authority down. But what I will say, since Ten Hag has been there, Ronaldo has not done himself many favours with his attitude. 
Oh, no, know, leaving no, no, leaving the ground early from a friendly, you know, and not getting involved in certain things in training. You know, walking down the tunnel before the end of the game. Um, you know, He's things, throwing some hissy it doesn't fits. Do you I any agree, he would have he would have been better if he just carried on, kept his head down, kept doing his business, because then Ten Hag definitely would have been the bad guy. Everyone would yeah, have been like, "Well, absolutely. look, he's still going at it, and he's still doing it, and he's still not getting on the on the pitch," you know. So, I, I do agree with you, but I don't know. I I don't feel that it's because Ronaldo is pretty much past his prime. I don't think that that's the case. I just think that. Yeah, he's kind of been singled out by a manager as the example that I'm going to set, you know? Mm. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. That was a lot I mean, of businesses as well, to be fair. I mean, yeah, they, they, they declined as a team last season. Oh, yeah. Even though Ronaldo was banging them in. Yeah. So it's, a, it's all about a team at the end of the day. I think it just goes to show that Solskjaer was the man Manchester United needed all along. Says who? Okay, top yeah. four. Let's go back round to the beginning again. Top four. So I'll start us off. Uh, now, I'd like to point out that this list was created to, uh, on the 2nd of September. So any results that have come in since then <sighs> have not been taken into account. Right. So with that being said, in order from fourth oh, to first, in fourth place, Arsenal. In third place, Liverpool. In second place, and in first place, Manchester City. Uh, sorry, who's second? Tottenham Hotspur. Tottenham Hotspur, yeah. I don't know why you're laughing. It's not a terrible prediction. Uh, I mean, it, it, considering that you looked at the uh, the Arsenal result and the Manchester United result. Yeah. Aren't Spurs in the top four currently, Richard? Yeah, but it's uh, you know lost to Newcastle and uh, <clears throat> doesn't look very good at the moment. I would say in the big games, Spurs are not turning up. No. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Unfortunately, uh, and if you ask me now, I would not put them in the top four at all. I think I I would go for Man City, Arsenal, uh, Liverpool, Newcastle. He's going for Newcastle, okay. He's going for okay. it. Oh. Great form at the moment. They're in they great are, form, but... if you ask me right now. But, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, my top four. Man City as champions, Spurs, Liverpool, Arsenal. Okay, so, that's you don't... my top four. Okay, okay. Tom? Yeah, you want me to go next yeah. one? All right. So, uh, I don't know if you want to... You've changed uh, yours, haven't you? Yeah, I've changed mine, so I can't say Liverpool champions. I just can't. I can't say it. Okay, so what was your original top four going to be? Original was Liverpool's champions. I'm very disappointed about how much you people have been changing, by the way. Uh, to the spirit. I've changed every day, mate. Uh, Man City, <laughs> Man City second, Spurs third, and Arsenal fourth. So what have you changed it to then? Uh, so I've changed City, City. to. Uh, I would say I put Liverpool. F- Third or fourth, um, third. I'll say third, and I put I still have Arsenal fourth. Okay, again, read them in your order. That's fine, but the points don't rely on the order. The point just relies on if you've got the top. Four right, correct, so, I've, so. Right, right, Arsenal fourth, Liverpool third, Spurs second, and Man City top. 
Okay, so you got Spurs second as well. Okay. How painful was that as an Arsenal fan? I think they've got a decent squad. It's just, as I said, turning up in the big games and getting the job done. I worry about strength and depth. Yes, for Arsenal. That's what the I worry distinct, about. The First 11 the is, seems really good at the moment and it's ticking really well, but you yeah. knock a couple of players out of that team and it's like, uh, who's stepping up into those roles, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, the goal is still top four for Arsenal this season. Yeah. That's the main goal. Not winning the league. That's. Uh, I don't think it's possible at the moment. No, that's way too soon for you guys. Although the stat I heard uh, last week is that the only team that has been in the same position as Arsenal in the Premier League history and not won the title was Newcastle in 1996. Statistics made to be broken. So you think you're going to be the second team that's done that then? Yeah, yeah but it's not like we're miles ahead of Man City or anything. I mean, we're Man City top of the league now anyway. Okay, okay Danny, let's go to you next and we'll, we'll end on feeling because I'm sure he's changing his answers as we speak based on the results coming uh, up on the telly. <laughs> No, as I said, my top four remains the same. The order I changed, but that but doesn't matter for what we're doing. So no, my yeah, top four is same. We can't prove that, can we? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on, Danny. Paper, if you want. Like I said, you, you're scribbling them out as we go along. You know, it's like oh, a gold just went in there. They're not going to finish in top four now. <laughs> and yes, I'm very aware that I've sworn more than all of you so far. I apologise, Richard. Come on, you're making it hard for yourself. Yeah, you know why? Because I'm going to go into another file, get the little whistle sound, then come back into this file, <laughs> find where the swear word is, put the whistle back in. I'm just making more work for myself. Idiot. Anyway, Danny, go on, give yeah. us a top four. Uh, fourth place, United, Manchester United. <laughs> Sorry. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. I'm not laughing. He's mocking you right now. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. So fourth place, I'll go with United, Manchester. Okay. Third place, I'll go with um, Arsenal. Second okay. place, Tottenham. First place, City. No Liverpool. Nope. At the moment. Right at the moment. In my opinion, Liverpool is going to be in Europa League next season. Ooh, big claim. Is that the end of Klopp, or do you think he'll still be given time? Honestly, I think even if they go to Europa League, I think they might give him like another season, you know? Yeah, I, I think he's earned enough respect there, hasn't he? That he'll, he'll, they'll yeah, play. exactly. But then you say that and fans are stupid. I'm sure you get a lot of Liverpool fans like, it's time for Klopp to go. Is that enough now? He's not moving us forward anymore, is he? Like, There will be some what of those. in the world was that? Very, very, much, very much in the minority, I think. You don't like my Scouse accent, no? <sighs> Yeah, that's what all Scouse people sound like, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Dumping on the Scouses. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, I think he's earned enough um, respect there that he probably... Um, um, it seems to be a pattern that he'll have a really good... Se- Liverpool have a really good season, then really poor season, then really good season, and really poor season. Very yo-yo-y, aren't they? Yeah. Odd. Very odd. Uh, okay, feeling a consistency. Who's your top four? So, uh, I had I've got City as champions. Okay. Uh, the order has changed to Chelsea two, uh, Liverpool three, and Spurs four. Thanks, Feeling. Right, mate. Anytime. Chelsea second. I was going to say no one had mentioned Chelsea up to this point. I don't think. Yeah. 
Because I told you and this before, I don't think Graham Potter is going to make it till the end of the season. I don't know. No, but I, 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 he'll make the end of the season. But I, I, um, the flip change of my order is I, I had Liverpool second to City and then Chelsea third, which is like pretty much the same as last season's top four. But I flipped the, I flipped Chelsea and Liverpool. I still think Potter's not the right man. I think it was too big a leap too quickly. I mean, they're doing all right at the moment. Who's going to say what's going to happen in the next few months? Soon as something starts to go a little bit ropey, there's some big personalities in that in that club, and they're going to be like, "Who are you? What have you won?" I mean, yeah, yeah. What yeah. well, works in his favour? They've signed him to, to a very Sterling, big. They've yeah. signed him to a very long term contract. It's like a five year deal or something. So it's going to cost him a lot of money to remove him. When has that ever stopped Chelsea? Come on. <laughs> I know they don't have the Abramovich money anymore, but it's Chelsea. They don't care about stuff like that, do they? I, yeah, I, I, I just don't, I don't see that they've improved. At the start of the season, I thought, Sterling, that's a decent signing. That's a really good signing. I think that they're going to do all right now. And then they started to struggle a little bit. And then all of a sudden they were going, yeah, yeah, we're going to try and sign a Bamiyang. And I'm like, why? You're doing Chelsea things again. You had Lukaku last season, who is twice the player that a Bamiyang is, in my opinion. And you didn't do anything with him. So now you're just scattergunning and hoping, oh, we'll throw something against the wall and hope that it sticks. And then I was that's like... A descri- that's a good description, that scattergunning. I like that. Yeah, it, it just that's what it feels like. It's like, uh, who can we get? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 he seems all right. Yeah, 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 that's fine. It doesn't seem like there's a plan. <laughs> I'm thinking... Well, they wanted to... Ronaldo, Yeah, and that was another weird one as well. I don't... I mean, yeah. I think that was Ronaldo's agent trying to drum up some... Yeah, uh, Trying to drum up some some news stories to power play United. I don't think there was actually any genuine interest there. Thinking now Tuchel's gone, would there be a place for Lukaku in Potter's I team? think there would have been. Maybe. I think they can send him back like he's on loan. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Deal. He's on loan, yeah. But will he want to go back? I don't, I don't know. If maybe he's just like, nah, screw it. I'm happy here. I'm just going to stay in it. Yeah, I think it's his comfort know. zone, you know, like intern. Yeah. Yeah, but we had this discussion before. I think he's the kind of player that you need to play to his strengths. He's not going to change to fit your team. And if he doesn't feel wanted, then he's just going to be like, well, nah, the hell with you, you know? But, yeah, but do you think that Potter is will be a bit more flexible than what Tuchel was? Because Tuchel was very rigid. In- oh, yeah. I, I definitely think that he would play a bigger role in a Potter team than he does in a Tuchel team. But I, again... Tuchel was very tactical. Yeah, but he, yeah, he was very like, this is the way I want to play. But then Potter's like that as well. I mean, at Brighton, he's gonna be flexible. He might be flexible though, you know. He's I think he's Chelsea, more flexible than Tuchel, but I don't think he's that flexible. I mean, there were seasons where Brighton were on the brink of relegation, and he's still like, no, we're gonna carry on playing the way we're playing. We're gonna play out from the back, and we're gonna keep the ball. And even if it's Man City, and we get thumped seven nil, it doesn't matter. We're gonna keep going this way, and it's just like, I mean, it started to work for him at the end because he basically turned the whole team over and got in players that he wanted. Hence the argument for longevity with managers, because then they actually get the chance to turn the team over to be the team well, that they want to be, and it started to work things- really well. 
having watched a little bit of Brian, one of the things that they started doing is he took Malpay out, who was an out-and-out striker, and he brought in Welbeck, who was more of a link-up player, hold the ball up, which is definitely a job that Lukaku can do with his, his strength and physicality. And that's where Brighton started to score goals. Mm-hmm. So I just wonder if Lukaku, with Lukaku, if Lukaku does come back into that Chelsea team, that is, that's a role that he could potentially adopt. They're not going to let him leave for cheap at the end of the season. They spent 100 million plus his wages on him. They're not just going to let him go for cheap. So I do feel like they're going to attempt to integrate him back into the team first. That's for sure. I, it all depends on the World Cup, I guess. I don't know. I, I could see Chelsea cutting their losses. I don't know if Inter Milan have got the money to sign him permanently. Have they? Yeah, no. that would be the thing. factor, surely. I don't think they have. That's why he's on a he's he's on a loan deal. He's on quite a quite a large loan deal as well. Like they're paying Chelsea nearly twelve million pound, I think, on a loan fee this year. Okay, well here's an option: three year loan deal with a you know a, a payment each year or something like that until they finally recoup a bit of money that they want for him and then sell him for cheap after that or something. That's not good for the player though, is it? It's well, I mean, he gets to play where he wants to be though, doesn't he? So. But it's not, it's, it doesn't offer you the same security as a permanent deal, does it? Because there's always break clauses in loan contracts. Yeah. I don't know. Just, anyway, you're talking about a player talk like, about in terms of like a mental health of a player, I think that would be a horrible thing to do. Yeah. But Chelsea are a horrible team, aren't they? So, anyway, relegation. Let's start with Phelan. Who's going down, Phelan? So I've not changed my thing since the start of the season, but mm-hmm. I had Forest, Fulham, and Everton. Do you still agree with that? Uh, Forest definitely will go. Uh, Forest are going to go down. It's kind of regardless. Um, the other two probably not now, but for the sake of predictional points, I'm not going to change that. See. It's hard to actually pick the other two teams that would go down now based on like what's happened at the start of the season because Wolves are pretty bad, but I don't think that they'll probably go. Southampton might, um, and one of it's it, it's like Forest is the lock, and then it could be one of about six or seven teams depending on how it goes directly after the World Cup and who comes That's... back with injuries and things like that i mean that's very much how i've got it the relegation at the moment seems to be very much like who's the worst and i know that sounds like a stupid thing to say but it it, it, it there was a period in time where it always felt like who was the best to stay up whereas yeah, who, just was the be- now who was the best of the worst yeah, now it feels more like who's the worst of the worst, you know? It's yeah. like you only stayed up because there were teams that were worse than you. And I know that, again, yeah, yeah. I know that sounds really stupid to say, but it doesn't feel like they're, you know, it's like oh, you're all really good and you're all fighting to kind of stay in the league. It just feels more like who's not crap enough to go down, you know? Yeah, there are a lot of bad yeah. teams in the Premier League right now, a lot yeah. of bad yeah, teams. I- yeah. I I'd I'd hundred percent agree with that statement, and so, would I mean, say this is probably the first time that that's happened in my time. I don't know. I think the past few years has been a bit like that. But you could I always mean, I, you, you you always guarantee two of the three promoted teams would always be going down. Usually, that, it's been yeah. like usually they it's like two out two out of the three promoted teams, or 
two out of three promoted teams plus one the one promoted team that stayed up last season would join them going down this season not not so much there's as i said there's a collective of about six or seven teams that could quite realistically be yeah, relegated there's, there's a few and it wouldn't sound and it wouldn't sound out of place either yeah i think that there's a few established premier league teams that are kind of just waiting to go down at the moment they're waiting for their year that they happen to be one of the worst three teams yeah. and mm-hmm. the relic and the and the promoted teams just a tiny little bit better than them they're not as bad as they are and it kind of feels like there's a few premier league teams that are just in that waiting period at the moment to go down i mean my list is like i have like i've picked three but i i picked like eight that could possibly go down i was like yeah yeah. like 10 like possibles (laughs) Uh, but i went with um uh bournemouth forest and leeds uh at the end of it that was what I picked right from the beginning. And if you yeah. ask me now, I still think that that's a legit still list. Still pretty solid, yeah. But I think you could substitute any of them out with another team and it'll be fine. You know, substitute one out for Fulham, substitute one out for Everton, substitute one out for Brighton. You know, I think that these are all teams that could still possibly go down. Um, I wouldn't have said Brighton until recently. Uh, until they got rid of Potter. They didn't get rid of Potter. He left. You know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I, I think you could plug and play any kind of team really in the bottom half of the league and you'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah, I can see that happening. But yeah, yeah so I, I mean, I think Leeds, Forest and Bournemouth, but again, stick another team in there and it could possibly be them as well. Yeah. Tom? Uh, so yeah, at the start of the season, Forest and Bournemouth were my two nailed on ones. Um... Bournemouth have done pretty well recently. I've just had to suck in their manager. Um, But I think eventually it will creep up on them and they will go down. Um, I did say Brentford at the start of the season, but I've had to change that because they've looked pretty decent so far. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to go another team that plays in red and white instead. Sunderland. Oh, sorry, wait. No, that's uh, begins with S, though. It's South, Southampton, yeah. 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 They have picked up some decent results against Arsenal and Chelsea this season. Um, I think their squad is very weak-looking. But yeah. I, I would call Southampton that definition of the club that Rich was just describing that's yeah. just waiting, waiting for to their year down. to be the yeah. worst. For, for at least three or four years now. Yeah. 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 They've been, they've they've been very been lucky. Teetering on the edge. There's always been teams worse than them, but I, their time is kind of running out. Yeah, Southampton uh, are definitely, they've been for a few years just waiting for their time to go down. Um, Do you remember when they finished above my United? Um, like finished sixth, didn't they? <coughs> under Koeman, when they had Mane and Van yeah. Dijk. But that was that was at the height of their player turnover period, though, wasn't it? Yeah. You know? but I mean, yeah, they had that's, like Lallana an, an, and an, stuff an, like that. An anomaly well. rather than, uh, than the role yeah. in it. Yeah, they they just they have a a club format where they're happy to sign players or bring players through, sell them on for a lot of money, then just kind of keep turning the yeah. team over. Eventually, the luck went out. Newcastle used to be like that as well, weren't they? They were very happy to just keep turning their team over. Let's see if uh, Danny's yeah. got any other teams that we haven't mentioned yet. Um, actually, my predictions: Forest, one hundred percent. Uh, Southampton definitely going down this season. And honestly, I was 
thinking of Brentford. Not gonna lie. Yeah, they they have that second season smell about yeah. them, don't they? You know. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, I think it's another manager who doesn't have a lot of ideas for when it's going wrong. Like uh, Farco was another one of them. He doesn't really have any. He doesn't have a plan B. It's like just keep sticking with the system and keep sticking, and hopefully it'll come back round. And oh, we've been relegated. We'll keep we'll right. keep we'll plan A until plan yeah. A keeps being plan A. Yeah, that's that. But keep flogging plan A till you get sacked, basically. Basically, yeah, it just, but um, yeah, okay. So, I think what teams that we haven't really mentioned, Wolves, I think could be another option. Yeah, they're very yeah, based on very current bad looking form. Yeah, I I wouldn't have had them at the start of the season, but yeah, based on current the way that they've, the season's gone so far, yeah, that would again wouldn't be a, out of place. They've turned a little bit of a corner, but Everton would be another one you could say. They don't, yeah, they just don't have goals in their yeah, team. They, They've looked yeah. better recently, but yeah, I'm still loving they're great. Villa look like they might be in a little bit of trouble now. Yeah. Yeah, there's no confidence in that team, is there? Um like I said, yeah, there's like ten teams you could easily pick. I mean Fulham have done pretty decently so far. Can they continue to do that? For the That's the thing, season? is will they burn out? Uh, yeah, Mitrovic has been pretty good so far. Like third or fourth top scorer so yeah, far. Proved proved us wrong, hasn't he, so far? Um, or do you roll? No, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that said Mitrovic can't score in the Premier League. Yeah, probably, but he got 42 goals last season, so I think it's going to be very difficult yeah. for him to. But mm. Puki is another one as well that scores loads of goals in the yeah, Championship, yeah, but he yeah. can't score in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is definitely one of those. And I didn't, yeah. I, I thought Mitrovic might get into double figures, but I didn't think he'd be, he'd have the start that certainly had the start that he's had. I thought he'd struggle but... to get into double figures as well. To be honest with you. But if he does start to struggle, that's where Fulham will start to struggle to put the results together. That's why I originally had them to go down because they're so reliant on Mitrovic for goals. I mean, the, the, the championship season proved that. The fact that he had he scored 42 of them, they are very reliant on him. And that doesn't even... That's without going into account his assist total and how much he, goals he makes for other people. Yeah, I mean, struggles, they had the a couple struggles. of games. Yeah, they had a couple of games where he wasn't there, and they just struggled to put the ball in the net, yeah. didn't they? So you hope he doesn't get injured, otherwise you don't. Mm. Do you feel like you want to say something? Yeah, so we all thought Leicester will be fine eventually, then. Yeah. Oh uh, no, Leicester would be one of the other teams that I could say could go down at the beginning of the season. I wouldn't have thought that. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think they'll be okay, but. Uh, just because there are teams that are worse than them again, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see them finishing. If they keep hold of Tillemans and Madison, are. they'll be fine. Yeah. In January, if they lose yeah. them, then they, that could be a problem for them. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. All right. Uh, sticking with the Premier League, uh, Golden Boot. Hmm. Who have we got here for Golden Boot? Interesting. Danny, let's start with you. Holland. Okay. Cool and give me. Four other players. <laughs> Four other players. Uh, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Harry Kane, Holland. Yep. Mm, uh, what's, what's that guy's name from Fulham? Mitrovic. Uh, okay. I mean, if Foden continues this form, then I don't know, maybe Foden? Potentially. But, he's, been, he's been all right the yeah. past few weeks, hasn't he? Yeah. 
hat trick against United, you know. He's been scoring left and right. Yeah, that, that, that's my four predictions. He's so confident. Wow. That he's so confident he's only going to name four players. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, like, can you name... It's, it's, I mean, if yeah, Ronaldo it's... was having a good season, I'd be like, Ronaldo might be like there, you know, up there, but he's been having a very bad season. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he'll even pass, like, the 10-goal mark, you know? I, I would say right now it's very easy to say Haaland is going to be top goal scorer. Yeah. But if he gets injured, which he is now, right? Yeah. Yeah, and Kane yeah. has been scoring at a pretty good rate. That Kane might have a chance. The only thing I would say is that Haaland is so far away over the hills at the moment that he could afford to not score for a few weeks and still probably be on top of the board. It's very much the tortoise in the hair yeah. at the moment. Yeah. But I'm just but that's saying like, that's like last season, given. isn't it? Salah started like a like a house on fire and then faded away. And then yeah. Son came on towards the end. Haaland is started off like faster than a freight train. But as you say, if he gets injured, then that he's going to allow other people to catch up. And City score will always score lots of goals. Um, go on then, feeling. Continue that thought. So, uh, start of the season, my top goal scorer. I did have Haaland because I thought he would he would be that missing piece in the puzzle that City need to like grind a result out if they needed it. But my other people, the other people were Kane, Don, Jesus, Salah, and uh, Isaac at Newcastle. That's six, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's six, isn't it? Uh, Alexander Isaac from uh, he's at Newcastle. He is yep, injured and, now, though. But I would have and had the him other there. the other picks you had. Uh, Kane, Son, Salah. And Haaland, yeah. And Jesus, Jesus and Haaland, yeah. Okay, Sorry, yeah, that's it. six. You need to drop one of them from the list, mate. Son. So you're gonna drop Son, okay? Yeah. So you okay. think Isaac's gonna score more than Son? Yeah, because Son can't score a goal at the moment. Son. Okay, yeah, I'm just looking at the names I've written down on my list. And one of them, I'm like, what the fuck? Why did you write this guy's name? This Oh, please <laughs> tell me who that is. Oh, you've done a me. What? You've done a me. Have I? Yeah, always picking one that you're like, why the hell yeah, did I'm you like... choose that one? The <laughs> Dark Horse. See, every every time, every year we do this, I'm always picking Dark Horses. I think, that guy, i I got a feeling. I reckon he's going to be a little bit... Or, or like teams coming up, I'm always a bit like, oh, I'm going to pick a dark horse. But every year I get caught out by my dark horses and that's what caught, that's what causes me to lose to Tom. So this year I've just gone boring and dull and I've just like, nope, I'm just going to be boring and not put my neck out on the line at all. And Tom's done a me going, who's your dark horse? I'm not sure why I've written down Fabianski, but you know, <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not going that far dark. Um, so. I'll go with the, the people you would suspect me yep. to say first. So Harland, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to hit a dark uh, horse first. No, I want to save it. The anticipation. Yeah, I'll, you always <laughs> save the best for last. Yeah, like, um, you know, he's the dessert. Yeah, so Harland, Kane, uh, Salah, who uh, he hasn't been great so far, has he? But you expect him to come good at some point. Again, Gabby Jesus, I'm still not 100% convinced till I mean, he scored a few goals so far, but... He hasn't really banged them in. He's more of a, been a good team player for Arsenal so far. But the one I've written down and gone, eh. I mean, I kind of get it. 
because when they bought him, he was like the focal point. Uh, Raheem Sterling. Okay, yeah, I don't think that that's he's that gonna, that he's going to score enough goals to be no, top five like it now. He's not in a yeah. team that creates as much as City does now. So I think mm. that that might cost him a little bit. But when we wrote these lists, yeah, he was the 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 new the shiny marquee, toy. The marquee signed yeah. for Chelsea. And he thought he was going to play through the middle the and be the main, toy. <laughs> main striker, which clearly didn't work for Chelsea at the start of the season, did it really? That's why they scattergunned yeah. and went, oh, crap, who do we... Uh, yeah, he'll do. Mm. We'll get him. You know, yeah. I just... He's not a great finisher. He's a good player, good signing, but he's not yeah. the guy who's going to get you 20 goals. Not, yeah. Agreed. He's not the guy that's going to go out and get 20 goals a season. I think that that's a better choice than Isaac, though. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. like Almiron is I'm a better gonna give, choice I, I'm going to set a little wager right now, then. Oh, he's putting extra money on the line. With whom? Yeah, the, the Isaac will score more goals this season than Sterling. Okay, so do you want to take that? Yeah, extra I'll bit? take the wager. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How, so is that another? Is that another tenner on the line? Or. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll go I, I'm yeah, gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna back my back this player. Ooh. Tom, this could come become a very expensive season for you if everything goes against you. That's £120 <laughs> that you've bet so far already. And if I win, I get pounds sterling. Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah, no surprises on mine. Um, Kane, Haaland, Son, Jesus. And yeah, the odd one out at the moment is Salah, who doesn't seem to be really doing a lot at the moment. But you nor the Son. No, but I still think that those have got goals in them. I still think that yeah, they'll come course, good eventually. Yeah. But yeah, nothing nothing interesting on mine. Kane, Harlan, Son, Jesus, Salah. Nothing really out of the ordinary there. Um, it does and kind yeah, of just pick to itself to a degree, doesn't it? Kind of at the moment. I mean, there was a period where it was always a Bamiyang, Vardy, Kane. You put them one in there and you're pretty safe, aren't you? But Yeah, um, and then there was yes. Salah, Kane and Vardy. So just to reiterate the rules, um, if any of those names that we picked appear in the top five goal scorers, you will get a point for that. So, um, no respect on Ivan Tony's name. I just I don't think he's playing for a team that will. Con- I reckon if he went to a, a, a he'll get team fifteen goals, but he won't. He won't hit the upper echelons of it. Yeah, he's not a team that creates enough. That's the yeah, problem. True. Put him in a better team and maybe. Yeah. I mean... Well, let's see what he could do at Newcastle. They signed him. I was, that was a rumour that was around. Yeah. But maybe in January. I don't know. Let's see. Um, PFA Player of the Year. Has, has anyone put anyone other than Haaland? No. 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 Danny? <laughs> Difficult. No, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe De Bruyne. Maybe De Bruyne. Yeah, yeah, okay, but I think we're all pretty much on Harlem, right? That's yeah, the, the easiest one to pick out of all the categories. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, right, finishing off the uh Premier League, the uh, uh, not technically the Premier League, but who do we think is going to be coming up into it the following season? Anyone want to go first? Um, yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, well, don't mind. Um, so Norwich are the team that always seems to bounce back, don't they? Yo-yo team. And they've looked pretty decent so far. 
Burnley look really good under Vincent Company so far. Um, I think they'll probably bounce straight back. And I've got Sheffield United as my third. Yep. Currently. Pretty standard. Yeah. Anyone else? Um, I've got QPR, Burnley, and Sheffield United. Uh, again, this is usually where I put a dark horse. I don't think I've picked a dark horse, but yeah, the uh, season's not been going fantastically well for them so far, it looks like. Uh, Norwich, Watford, Burnley. Pick Watford. Yeah, Watford yeah. haven't been great, have they? Yeah. Uh, that's the three that went down right that, last that, season. That would, that would probably be classed as a dark horse right now. Now it would, but I think at the beginning of the season, if I just said, yeah, yeah, the three teams that went down are the three teams to come up, no one would have gone, really? That's a bit of a dodgy pick, isn't it? It's not me picking Charlton or Nottingham Forest, Cardiff. for instance. Cardiff. Yeah, fair yeah. Point. I just This year, I just went nice and safe. Three that went down, three that come up. <laughs> really but Watford up, yeah. have just buggered it for me because they're not having the best season so well, far. <laughs> I picked QPR at the start of the season, which I suppose could have been cast as a bit of a dark horse, but... I would say that would be a dark horse at the beginning of the season. Top of the league right now. Right? But at the yeah, beginning yeah, of the yeah. season, would you have said QPR? No. Yeah. So I would have said that was a dark horse. But it seems to be a dark horse that's paying off for him. And I hate you for that. So, you know... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the hatred right now. I, I can yeah. literally feel it through the screen. Well, well, let's just point out, Phelan picks a dark horse and he's doing all right. Richard picks a dark horse and they get relegated from the championship. <laughs> so, go to hell, basically. Um, ah. See, I was going to go... It's a good thing I didn't ah. pick for uh, West Brom because they're yeah, another team. That's one you were talking about, wasn't it? I remember. Yeah, yeah I'm glad I didn't pick Oof. them now. So, yeah. Oof. yeah. <laughs> uh, Danny no. seems to be back. Who do you think might come yeah. up from the championship? Uh, Norwich. Yep. QPR. Burnley. He went for the dark horse as well. See, but he's basing all mm-hmm. of his guesses on who's doing all right at the moment. It's just not really a dark horse for him right now, is it? So, I wanted well, to. My still manages QPR fans, so I've had to listen to that all summer. Uh-huh. So, that's okay. why I was yeah. like, I I'll believe it's I'll, about I'll time. QPR. It's about time for QPR, you know, to get back to the uh, Premier League. I don't think it works like that, though, really, does it? Because Nottingham Forest and Leeds were out of it for a long time, and you'd say yeah, that they true. deserve to come yeah. up. So, but, Forest are definitely yeah. the most out-of-left-field promoted team in the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, considering I picked them the season before, but no, whatever. Screw you, Nottingham Forest. Didn't Forest have their worst start to a season ever last season or something like that? And then they Yeah, they did, promoted. yeah. They were like bottom three in the championship at one point. I'm sure of yeah. Wouldn't do that on the and then got promoted. Right. Uh, like the FA Cup League Cup. Who wants to go first? Uh, I can go first if you want. Okay. Uh, Man City for both. Easy and boring. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm. Yeah. That's it. City. I just think that they're just too good. They really are. They, they, this season could be considered potentially could be the greatest season. Or could ever this witnessed. be the quadruple season? I, uh, yeah, I'm saying it's. I've got them to do a quadruple this season. Ooh. Ooh. Bold claim. Yeah, you don't yeah. think Guardiola is going to Guardiola at some point? 
I think the talent on the pitch will be able to get past Guardiola, Guardiola. Okay, fair enough. Just when you look around the you look around the team, especially now they've added Harlan, who is guaranteed to score goals and um, still think they're way too weak defensively, man. I while I don't disagree with that, I still think in in a one off game, like the like the cup game, like the cup game, FA Cup game, yeah. games are that they'll have enough to just they've got enough quality just to win games. And let's face it, as Real Madrid proved last season, you don't have to be strong defensively to win the Champions League. True. Because they ship goals every they they ship goals every game. Yeah, good point. Didn't beat Liverpool though, did they? Danny, who do you think's gonna win the cup? Yes, sir. Um FA Cup, Arsenal. I'll take that. League Cup. I don't know why, but I wanna say Liverpool. Yeah, that's a fair shot. I think, yeah, you, you're usually picking between the same teams most of the time, isn't yeah. it? And you just think who's going to have a better season. So I, I wouldn't say that was a bad shout. Um, I mean, I've also got Arsenal to win the FA Cup as well. Um, League Cup, you could say it's a little bit of a dark horse. Uh, Man United. I, I mean, it's a shorter cup competition. Could they win four games? Yeah. I could see him winning four games. I think it would be a good competition for them to win, just yeah. to get the confidence going, yeah. you know? They haven't won a uh, trophy for like five seasons now, haven't they, or something like that? Uh, five, at least five years, I think. Did they win the League Cup under... Mourinho. They won the Europa the, League, didn't Under they? Mourinho was the last time they won anything. Yeah. Europa League and the League Cup. But, yeah, I mean, I could see them winning it Maybe more out of fluke than anything else. I mean, win four games and that's it. You've won the League Cup, basically, haven't you? Because so, there's no second leg in the semi-final now, is there, this season? I don't think so now, no. Because I think the World Cup kind of put a bit of a kibosh on that, isn't it? It's just one-legged, the semi-final. I think so. so I might be wrong about that. So. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... Do you don't know? I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, anyway, yeah. Tom? Uh, yeah, so... Chelsea have been in the last 27 FA Cup finals, I think, something like that. Um, it's about time they won one, so I've, I've got Chelsea to win the FA Cup. And for the League Cup, I've got Man, crossed out United, and won Man City. Okay, so you were thinking the same as I was thinking Man United at the start of the season. Swerved. Then I saw how rubbish they were, and I put Man City instead. <laughs> so I rubbish they were, and then swerved. But like now that. I'm like, mm. It's a bit more realistic, I guess. Fair enough. Uh, which leaves us with one final category. Champions League winner. Who wants to kick me off? Well, I've already said mine, so... Yeah, Man City is quadruple season, apparently. I still think yeah, yeah. you're a little bit delusional about that, but fair enough. Hey, you want me to go? Oh, Anyone? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the World Cup group stage, I, um, uh, I like being delusional. Yeah, between two of the most boring teams in it as well. Like... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're a bit of a dreamer, aren't you? I am, yeah, yeah. Romance is so hard. <laughs> okay. Go on then, Tom. So I wrote all my predictions down the day I'll before... I'll quite happily brag at the end of the season. ...the Champions League started. The day before. Okay. I wrote my predictions down. And I originally wrote down Liverpool. But then they got battered by Napoli on the first match day and looked dreadful. So I crossed it out <laughs> after one game and wrote down Bayern Munich. 
Okay. Uh, so yeah, well, I'm okay. for my pick. Danny, who do you think? Honestly, I want to say I want to say PSG. It's about time, you know. They're doing good this season. They have a good you squad. Like Ramos think... is back to his form, you know. They haven't you lost seem a single to think game. That there's a lot of justice playing. in sport, though. Like, oh, it's about time that they won it. It's their time. It's their I know. time. That... It doesn't work like that, man. I know, I know, but I mean, like, come on, you know, like Neymar is back on his on a, on a good form. Mbappe, well, he's on a good form. Messi is back on a good form. You know, they're doing good. Like the team is doing good in the French league, even in the Champions League. Like they're doing good. You know, just I don't know, man. Like I, I honestly want to see them win it, but at the same time, they're gonna get to the quarterfinals, maybe semifinals, and they're gonna like, as usual, you know, do what PSG does best and lose. You know. Champions I want to say Madrid, League. but I don't feel that we're going to win it this year. This Champions League, so I'm, I'm going to go with PSG, honestly. I'm going to go with PSG. Okay, well, I, I disagree with you. I put Real Madrid again. I don't... Yeah. I don't see I mean, you anyone... Know, it, gets, it, gets, it gets boring when you see this, your team, like, we keep on winning it over and over again. It, get, it just gets boring, you know? Like, I want a different team to win now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it gets boring watching your team win so yeah, much man, oh you know, god like 14 As a Spurs 14, fan you want to understand that like, you know? come on you know <laughs> <laughs> I hate you all <laughs> I will say Real Madrid have started the season very well and they've picked it off where they've left off from last season really haven't they in the league I and mean, in the Champions League like I said apart from City securing Haaland I don't really think anyone else has done anything that would make me think that they've taken a step upwards. And the reason I don't choose City is because they're still so fragile at the back. And could they go into a European away game, you know, semi-final, second leg, away from home, and not concede three or four goals? No. I don't, I, you know, especially if Guardiola's Guardiola-ing, you know. Oh, I will play love the, Emerson love the fact that's up front. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's, you know, but that's, that's it's it's true though, isn't it? it Guardiola, it is, yes. Guardiola's, and, and he's going to have a big Champions himself. League final we was in, and he got beat by and Chelsea. He, yeah, he did it in the semi-final that they were in as well, and he did it in the, in a cup final as well, and he just, yeah, Guardiola, Guardiola's. This team has been doing well for me all season. Therefore, I will not play this team. I will play my oh, under twenty ones. No one will question me. No one will think about this. I will play my under sevens team. That's what I will do. <laughs> so for some clarity on this, when when I mean me and you watch the yeah, who are Chelsea you picking, team. Rich? Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're picking yeah. Madrid. Sorry. Yeah. So you lost in your watched... rant that I'd forgot you said. Madrid, oh, sorry. So. I, I like to rant. It's it's what I enjoy. <laughs> so we we watched the Man City Chelsea. Um, yeah, Champions League final together, didn't we? As soon as we saw the lineup, at Man City. Yeah, no, I, I was watching it with a couple of Chelsea fans and said the same thought, thing. Well, that they're they're going to win. Both of us instantly said Chelsea going to win this because what's he doing? Yeah, he played didn't play any defensive midfielders. Yeah, um, that's that's the same for they didn't get to Arsenal in the FA Cup and they lost that as well. They did it recently against Man United. Didn't play a defensive midfielder and ended up winning six three. So they got it right there. Um, so. You know, it's it's a possibility of happening again if he does that kind of thing again. You know? Yeah. Um. So we all went for different picks, didn't we? Yeah, all picked a different all team. Picked yeah. a different team. 
Interesting. That's a good one. That could be a tiebreaker. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who yep. knows? Mm. Well, interesting picks there, gentlemen. We will revisit this at the end of the season. Sacked it. Sounds good. Sounds good. You get sacked it, bullet. Sorry, that's when I put my cut in. Sorry. Okay, so anything anyone else would like to talk about this week? Doesn't sound like it. Yeah, I was looking for no, my predictions to see that that's definitely it. So, yeah, I think that's definitely it. No? Sorry? No? Okay, Danny. New yeah. segment. Give us our weekly look from the continent because we're very focused on the English Premier League, which I think is a bit of a problem because of where we live. Give us a look from the continent, Danny. How do things look in Europe right now? Honestly, like I've been watching Premier League a lot recently. Oh. <laughs> a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, La Liga as well because it's for Madrid. La Liga has been, yeah. like, it's been good this season. Barca is like back off. Yeah, what is going on with Barcelona? They spent loads of money and they made they terrible in Europe, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they, they do that in every time. You know, like they go ham, like they just spend left and right, like signing all these players, and you know, like even Lewandowski, like. At first, he was doing well. Like, look at him now, you know, like, he's not doing shit, you know? I don't know, man, like, Barca is weird. They just spend money and they have all these, like, depths on them, you know? They, they, don't, they don't learn from their mistakes. That's what I see, you know? Atletico Madrid is in a very difficult position this year. They got knocked out of Champions League, too. They're not doing well in the league. Do you think Gianni's yeah. going to get sacked there? I was going to say, do you think uh, the shine's come off him a little bit now? Look, honestly, I think it's about time. Dude has been coaching for a while, like how many seasons now? Like six, seven seasons, if I'm not mistaken. And he didn't win anything. I think he, he got to the Champions League final, but he he lost against Madrid. Won a La Liga, didn't he? It's one two. Uh, two I think I think he won La Liga, no? Yeah, a couple of years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Like that's the only thing he won, you know. Other than mm-hmm. that, like his he hasn't been doing anything you know, at all, you know. It's about time he guys like second, you know. But then again, like, I believe the board, like, really trust him with the project. Like, they they trust his instincts. Like, they like how he's playing. They like how he coaches. But then again, I don't know. Like, it's getting old school, you know? Same tactics, yeah. same things. Like, you, you, you don't enjoy watching Atletico play, you know? The only thing I was going to say is, is it a case of what we were talking about earlier again with, like, well, who else are they going to get? Who else is out there that they could go I mean, to? I mean, you have Pochettino, no? Pochettino, history. yeah, I was thinking yeah. that, yeah. History, he's, he's doing nothing. He has experience, you know? He That'd coached Tottenham for how many seasons? He got them to the Champions League finals, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would be a good contender. Yeah, I think that would be a good shout. I think it might be a good mix. But it, the thing is, is that it, the they're two very different coaching styles, so he'll need time to turn the team around. And I don't know. I mean, they seem to be quite patient. So maybe they would give him the time to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, they I are feel... patient. Like, they started yeah. the season, I don't know, they were like a couple of weeks ago, they were like seventh, sixth. Mm-hmm. Now they're like third, you know? But, I mean, you only need I mean, to look that... at how long Simeone's been there for to see that they're they're patient with yeah, their managers. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, you know? Like, he's been there for how many years now, you know? Yeah. They, they, tr- they trust in him like they're trusting the project and they're just going with that you know 
I mean, if you look at it, like from one perspective, that's good. You know, like you showing the manager that, you know what, like I trust you. You're not, you're not winning titles. You're not doing anything, but it's okay. I trust you. You're not trust your project. Come on, do it. You know, like takes the pressure that'll give you, so, that'll yeah. exactly take the pressure off. You know, you don't gamble you know, as much be, then, do you? No, you know, but most of the other clubs like PSG, for example, how many coaches did they change in the last couple of seasons? You know? Yeah, PSG, Chelsea are very uh, similar. PSG, Chelsea, you know, yeah. like, just messed up, you know? I, I'd agree. But uh, I guess they, they're happy with what they've got at the moment, you know? Like, maybe they're happy to just, like, compete every now and again and then yeah, pick something up, pick up a cup or pick up a league or something, and they're happy with that. And they're like, well, we know our place. We're not Barcelona. We're not Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah as yeah. long as they qualify to Champions League, I guess, you know? Assist and money from the Champions League is the most important yeah. thing, isn't it? So. It's the same thing that happened Regarding, for a while, basically, wasn't it? So, yeah. Other leagues, honestly, Juventus, like, oof. Yeah, they've been rubbish this season, haven't they? Uh, do it like honestly, they should get relegated for what they're doing this season. You know, <laughs> coach, like, what what I don't understand is like, why do you go and hire the coach like that that has no like knowledge in football whatsoever like there's no tactics there's nothing going on there like you just watch them like i don't i don't know what they're doing you know like there's nothing interesting going on with juventus at the moment nothing they have if you look at them like they have good players like they have stars you know experienced players too but they're not doing anything there's no charisma there's no chemistry there's i don't know it's like individually they're good but as a team they're rubbish you know yeah they're rebuilding now aren't they realistically they've failed on the Ronaldo project and then it's like yeah. all their money's gone I mean I mean the striker that they got uh, what's his name Val- Valovic Valovic yeah. yeah I can't say he's Valovic yeah I, I, yeah like he, he's good like he's been doing well you know Morata I think, has I been, think, been doing well too I think it's pronounced uh, Van Hoydonk <laughs> I think that's how it's pronounced <laughs> right. Van, Van what's his name <laughs> Oh, Venegor of Hesseling. Yeah, (laughs) great name. I love that guy. That that name is brilliant. Sorry. We should do we should do that as a topic. Best footballing names in history. Yeah. What is it, sorry? Vlaovic. I think his name is Vlaovic, yeah, Vlaovic. Let's call him Dusan. Dusan, okay. That sounds good. Dusan, yeah, it's easier, you know, Dusan. I will say that Juventus's demise has made Serie A a lot more competitive though. Last few seasons, yeah, I think he's made it weaker, possibly. But it's the most competitive league in Europe, probably at the big five right now. At the moment, it is like Napoli is doing well, Milan is doing well, Lazio, Roma, eh, you know, they're like 10 points ahead. They're like, I think Roma is like fifth now, sixth, something like that. But Napoli are probably the informed team in Europe, right? Yeah, obviously, Napoli is doing really good. Milan isn't doing bad either, you know. AC Milan, not Inter. I mean, I'd like there to be more competitive leagues. That's what I'd like. And if it means weakening in it a little bit to make it more competitive so that then more teams can compete, then I haven't necessarily got a problem with that. It's when one team just has all of the money and just runs away with it every season, it's boring. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sure, you've got all of these stars and everything like that. PSG, for instance. But if you're going out there and just spanking every team and it's, it's so easy for you, then what's the point? You know, that's yeah. like, you know, like I'm 
I can beat up ten year olds. Yeah. Good for you, you know. What do you know? It's not. It's not any. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Glory in it, you know. There's, you know, see if if it's a weaker league overall, but more competitive, that can only be a good thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I they've still got some names in the league, it seems. So I think that's all yeah. you need sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Bayern Munich won the league ten years in a row. You know, Man City yeah. won it four out of the last five. You know, we want to see competitive leagues, you know. But even Bundesliga is, is kind of competitive this season, don't you think? Right now it is, but I still yeah. think Bayern will run away with it. Yeah, honestly, I think if uh, Union Berlin like loses a game or two, that's it. Like they're going to win like two games. They're going to go ahead, like have that six point gap, you know, between the second and third place, and then that's it, you know. We know where that goes. Union, Union Berlin. Union Berlin. Union Berlin. Union Berlin. Onion. Yeah, onion Berlin. Yeah. An- onion Berlin. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's a German onion, you know. It's a German onion. Onion. I've got um, I've got a German friend, and I, 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 I take the piss out of that all the time. I find it really <laughs> Union because I'm like, that's French. That's onion. French, isn't it? Yeah, that's French for onion. Onion <laughs> Berlin. <laughs> so I think at the moment it's the top. Seven or eight in the Bundesliga, all separated by a point or something. See, that's good. Uh, it's like Union Berlin have twenty three, Bayern have twenty two, Dortmund have twenty one, and so on. Down, uh, Bayern down has twenty five actually, because they they have one. They played one game extra. They have twelve oh, games. Okay, okay, yeah. But they're all like they're twenty five points, one point above each other or below each other. Right. Yeah, it's that's competitive. Good, yeah, competitive. But they yeah. still think, isn't it? I still think Bayern will run away with it. Yes, only time will tell. We'll have to keep checking in with. Uh, Danny, yep. he's our new European yeah. correspondent. <laughs> I got you, I got you. What's going on in Armenia? Are... How's the Armenian league looking? Honestly, like, okay, for the past couple of years, we've had, like, this one team, Arad Armenia. It's either mm. them or, like, um, no, honestly, mostly it was them winning the league. I think they won the league for, like, two seasons in a row or something. Okay. But they couldn't make it to the Europa League. Last season... Punic, one of the clubs here called Punic, they won the premiership, so they got qualified for Europa League, I think. Or was it champions? I forgot. No, I think it was Europa League. They couldn't get qualified, so they got... Uh, they're playing in the Conference League. Conference League, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, they weren't doing that bad until their game they played yesterday or before yesterday. They were sitting second in the group, and then they played yesterday, they lost 2-1. Dude, they conceded two goals in like two minutes, and that just like costed them the game. You know, they lost two one. So yeah, now they're sitting on third place. They that. have the last game, and they're playing against Basel. So I guess that's yeah. a goodbye. You know, <laughs> that will be tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like the have a presence only. Yeah, that's um, a good team. So go on. yeah, I was yeah, Basel um, is a good team. Yeah, I was gonna say. What we're going to talk about the Premier League transfers, aren't we? Who said the best transfers so far, or worst, or whatever? I mean, we weren't going to, but we can. If I don't you know. I thought it was what we were going to talk about, but I forgot. I forgot about it. Okay. Are we done with Europe? No, we can talk about Europe a bit more if you want. Okay. Because I don't want to just <laughs> jump to a different topic halfway through a topic, you know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, anything else that we want to talk about in Europe? How's Henrik Mkhitaryan doing? How's he? 
Um, not bad. I mean, he, he's old, you know. How's his house? Is he, is he does he still live in that flat above the uh, on that little? Yeah, yeah, he still bit, does. Yeah? yeah, I remember that place we went, we went to last time. Yeah. Yeah, it's really still nice there, man. Fountain it's in still front there. And the, like the building that curves around. <laughs> yeah. Okay, really fancy looking, yeah. I do. Really fancy looking. Yeah, it's like right in the city centre. So okay, man, I miss Yerevan. That was great. Yeah, uh, honestly, sure. Never thought about going there in my life, but now it's somewhere I recommend everywhere goes. It's really good. Okay. Is there anything else anyone would like to talk about? Hey, Tom, look, at, look at me. Yeah. That. I thought we were going to talk about who's had the best transfer window in the Premier League. So, Tom, you would like to talk about who's had the best transfer window of the tra- of the Premier League yeah, so far, yeah? Just picking out a few teams who I think of, had a, of, of who I wrote down who had the best transfer window. I actually wrote down Forrest as one of my picks. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, for, for numbers, yeah, sure. They've had the biggest <laughs> transfer window. In, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about, you know, who can sign the most players. The cows come home. Yeah, they haven't yeah. had a good transfer window, but they've signed the most. No. So, you know. Yeah. No. I'd probably say Arsenal, Spurs and Man City probably had the best transfer window of those three. I mean, Arsenal definitely in terms of getting... I would say Arsenal Jenga probably had the best transfer Jesus, uh, Jesus in particular, yeah. you know, has really boosted I, the team. I mean, I mean we're all going to say City because they signed Haaland, but... No, I, I think it. Arsenal had a better transfer window I, than, than City did. Before you, before you cut me off... Well, then don't turn around and say something as divisive as we're all going to say City then, no, aren't yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, And then let me finish what I was going to say. I was going to say everyone's going to say City because they said Haaland, but I would say Arsenal had the better transfer window, was what I was going to say. Yeah. you team. I think Spurs on paper had a pretty good transfer window, but I'm not quite sure most of the signings Yeah. Have- and they spent less really? on Charleston, I would probably agree. He's been with the you. best signing, probably. Either him or Perisic. Perisic has probably been our best signing. He's the yeah, one he's that's played the most really, games. He's looked really good. Of all the players that we've signed. But Basuma is just not. He had a really good game against Brighton. With Basuma? Yeah. Of course he did. It was against Brighton, his former team. But then they, he started he well, the next game against United and he just looked lost in that game. But yeah, he came on in the in second half against. Um, Frankfurt in the Champions League and did very, very well in that game, mm. um, which carried on into, which carried on from the Brighton game, and then we had an absolute shocker against United. So he's been very kind of hit and miss. But Perisic yeah, has probably been the best signing of the group. I agree with Perisic, Rich. We overpaid for Richarlison by like twenty yeah. mil minimum. We overpaid on Richarlison. I mean, I don't think he's been a bad signing. I think he's been a decent signing. But yeah, we overpaid. He's not six. Him. He's just not sixty-three million pound player. No, but then that seems to be Not the way of the world least. at the moment, yeah. though, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would have preferred Jesus, honestly. Yeah, I'm very happy that we got Jesus over for Charleston. Yeah, I think it's one. Of, I think personally. it's like second best signing in the Premier League. Uh, Gabby Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in individually, yes, <laughs> I would agree. I think he's the second best signing. Harlan's obviously far and away obviously. the best signing. But from a team standpoint of view, I think City would have been just fine without Haaland anyway. Arsenal mm. are way better with uh, uh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I'd actually argue that Arsenal's best signing is not really a signing, but a player they got back on loan. They got back from the loan spell. Go on. Uh, Saliba. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would actually so argue. Because I know Jesus has added something up front. Saliba's the one that's added the, the kind of steel to, the, to Arsenal's defence and has given them a bit of a backbone there. Because before yeah, that, bit, yeah. they, like, as showed at the end of last season, put under pressure, they, they would crumble. And bringing in Saliba has meant they've had the ability to win games ugly. I still think they're going to fall away and they're going to hit a bad run of form. And I mean, mentally, the, uh, the mentality of the team is still not quite there to sustain a, a run at something. But he is definitely the step in the direction that they need to add that character and that steel and that mentality to that. Is he like 18 as well? He's not that young, I don't think. But he, I've been very impressed young, with him so far. The only thing I would say is Gabriel looks very flaky next to him, though. That's the only thing I'd say. Yeah. It's a good thing you've got a really decent keeper behind him, then, isn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ramsdale. I mean, yeah, it pains me to say all the pieces are starting to come together at Arsenal, but they are Which, still But it's also cool. why I said that I think if, you, if they have a couple of little injuries, they're back to the same team they were last season, yeah. season before. Which and is that's why I haven't picked them for the top four. It was yeah, why I didn't pick lose... them for my top four. You lose Jesus, you come back to Enketia, who's not a goal scorer. You lose... Yeah, you lose um, Saliba and... Saliba, you, you already said to, Gabriel's what, flaky. Was it Holding, was he the other? Holding or Ben White. Yeah. yeah. But so it's... it's Yeah, that's the only thing. Is there's just not enough strength and depth there. That if someone goes out, that you're still a decent sign, a decent team. You you lose a lot of quality if they if they lose someone. But it's starting to come together, it looks like. Mm. Which is uh annoying. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Said through proper gritty I'm not, I'm not, teeth I'm there, not, get, I'm not getting carried away. It is annoying because it's just like, oh for God, why why can't we ever just we, we, and I mean that as Spurs, we never seem to be able yeah. to stamp our authority. It's always like, you know, we'll be a little bit better than Arsenal and then it's like, oh, we can't maintain it and we drop away again. Whereas Arsenal, it's like, you know, they, you know, they drop away, but that's the, that's the inconsistent part. You know, the, 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 the quality is you, the normal, the normal C. And then it's like, oh, we've had a few bad years, but it's all right. We're back to where we were again now. Whereas Tottenham, it's like, oh, we're we're back to where we were again now. Oh, we've had a couple of good years. Oh, we're back to where we were again now. Yeah. It's annoying. That yeah. Frustration not capitalising in twenty of yeah. what we built up to twenty eighteen. Yeah. How do you guys view the way Spurs have been playing this season? I don't. We wait. I'll let Rich go first because I've got some right. opinion on this. Okay, I I have a strong opinion in one way that I don't personally care if it's boring that doesn't bother me at all you can win every game in the most boring 1-0 matter ever as long as you um win some trophies the problem is is we're not good enough to do it so that's the thing is we're trying to play this defensive counter-attacking way of football and we've got the speed and the quality up front but the defense is awful it's just not good enough that it can withstand that much pressure it just buckles and that's the problem is if you're trying to build that kind of defensive first solid foundation and then we break and we counter-attack from that you need to have a defense that can actually withstand that and not like as soon as someone's slightly out of position we're all just chuckle brothering around and just throwing ourselves in front of whatever we can possibly get and oh crap just oh just keep it out of go ah! 
and then and then <laughs> Hugo Lloris is coming up and headbutts his own player because he's trying to head the ball out, and then Dyer's like, "Oh God, I'll take him down!" It's, it's just chuckle brothery, and it's just we're not good enough to do that. Chuckle brothery, yeah, I love that you know, to me, to <laughs> well, that, is, that, guys, that is the phrase of the day. You guys are the proper centre back. Yeah, yeah. I think you Romero like a world world class centre back, you know? Romero is decent. I, I don't mind Romero, but he's just one piece of a weaker back line and, and he's yeah. a little bit erratic that he could do something crazy that you need I'm, another I'm good, decent yeah. centre back to back him up. And Dyer, Sanchez, Davies, they're not that player. You know, no, it's like, well, if you cock up you're our best defender. What are we going to do? Oh, God. And they just sit on the floor and start rocking and crying, you know? It's like... And then Lloris is like, don't worry, I've got this. And then he, like, runs into Very someone and falls it. over. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I said, yeah, to me, to you, to me, to you. Yeah. So, but, yeah, we need my opinion, better defence. Yeah. So, I don't know if you've noticed this watching Spurs, but majority of the games this season follow a pattern. So, we want to be defensively strong and hit teams on the counter-attack. But in 90% of games we have played this season, we have gone behind. And then we're chasing the game in the second half, which at some point, as was evident against Sporting, you can't do it. You can't win games playing from behind every single week. You just can't do it. Especially in the Premier League, especially in Europe. You just cannot do it. And when we're, when we're falling behind, we're falling behind inside like 30 minutes because we're starting off so slowly and then having to put a lot of intensity into the second half. And it's just, it is just not going to work. At some point, it, it, it's going to, something that's going to give and we're going to start losing games, as is evident by the fact that, you know, when the bigger games, as we spoke about earlier, we haven't turned up because we go behind and we've got no belief that we're going to turn the game round. And we can't, it can't follow that pattern for the rest of the season. I don't think Conte is going to be our manager at the end of the season. I really don't. Ooh, interesting prediction. I think the only way Conte will leave is because he has a better job offer. I mean, he's already going on about money, isn't he? Yeah. I need money, I need more players. Three, already, three times on, in the last week, he, yeah, in his press, pre-match press conference, he's spoken about money. Yeah. I think that's what will happen. I think that he'll leave because he won't. he doesn't get what he wants. I don't think that we'll fire him unless... Stupid fans start getting involved and demanding, you know, like, mm. oh, we need, we need Zidane, we need Guardiola, go and get Guardiola to manage us, you know, because fans are stupid. But, Would you um, take Pochettino back? I don't think he should have gone in the first place. Yeah, honestly, I yeah. agree with that. I think he did nothing he, wrong. He, he, he didn't get back. He did nothing wrong. Yeah, I, and I think he earned. Uh, more than enough uh, brownie points to be given way more time than he was given. Um, I mean, we went we went two transfer windows without spending a penny. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and yeah. he did miracles in that time. And then when we did buy players, we didn't buy the players that he asked for. Yeah, and it was like we wanted well, Fernandez, I, and we got yeah. Ndombele. I know you wanted Fernandez, but here's a here's Ndombele. You know, oh, he I know Dybala, you wanted Dybala, but he's Lamella. He's Argentinian as well. Lacelso, I mean, right? Pardon? Lacelso, right? Uh, Lacelso, not Lamella. Sorry. Yeah, Lacelso. I mean, they're both Argentinians. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, but you can't compare one to the other. 
Exactly, yeah. And and that's the thing is that yeah, he wasn't backed a lot and yeah. like I know everyone says that he lost the dressing room. I kind of get that to a certain extent, but I think the hangover from the Champions League final was way yeah, heavier yeah, yeah. than people that, gave that, it credit that, for. I also, I also yeah. think when he said that they lost the dressing rooms because he was trying to move players on that didn't get moved on. For yeah. Tonga and Alderweireld and Eriksen, he wanted to move those three on. And they didn't get moved on and that weakened his power in the dressing room because he was having to then turn to these players to plug gaps because they, we, he didn't get back during the summer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily think that he lost like the entire dressing room. I don't think no. it was like a, a power play kind of thing, a, a, a la Chelsea or something like that. I, I don't think it was that kind of thing. I think it was more like, a, well, I know that you don't want me here. Yes. So I don't really, I'm not going to go and get myself injured for you. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. And then the hangover yeah. from the Champions League final, I think was way bigger than people gave it credit yeah. for. Yeah. And so yeah, I, the, I don't the think decision he should have gone in the first place. I think also the decision to start Kane in the Champions League final was, didn't yeah, sit well was, with the dressing room because it was clear that Kane wasn't fit. Yeah, I I don't think that I think that that and was a mistake. Moira yes. worked miracles to get us there against Ajax. He deserved to start the game. Yeah. Problem the problem is is what does that tell Mora? Like, oh my god, you're a hero, yeah. you're a hero. Okay, so you're going on the bench. <laughs> it's like, well, what yeah. more can I do? What can I do? To get a start in this team, I'm never going to start in this team. Yep. You know, yeah, I, I, I think everyone think knows that that was a mistake. But I mean, I would say hindsight, but then even I don't even think with hindsight that that was a good, uh, you know, without hindsight. I mean, even at the time, I was saying he shouldn't start him. Yeah, there's no way he should have started. Yeah, I said yeah. I said the same thing. He was not fit enough to start. Maybe to come on the second yeah. half if you're trying to change the game. But it, yeah, it, for sure. it's the same argument we had with England taking players and starting players that aren't fit. Yeah. We did it in uh, the biggest game of our season. But to answer your question, do I think I would welcome him back? No. That's not a, I don't want him to come back. It's a, I don't think that that's the right direction for us now. I, and it never worked second time around. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't meet your heroes and all that kind of thing. You know, it's like don't. The club's in a very different place to when he first took it over. It's a now, very yeah. different playing squad set up to play a very different way than the way Potichino plays, and will just it will take too much work. Yeah, I, I and I think it will just be a mistake. So I I don't want him yeah. back now, but not from a. I don't want him back because he's not good enough. Just in a. I think it can only fail. Yeah. I don't see it succeeding. And I don't really see anyone better than Conte right now. I just, I, I think that we should be putting our eggs in his basket. Giggly. Okay. Um, I just, I don't, I mean, who else would you go to right now? Is Sedan available? Sedan's not going to go to Sedan won't come, come to England. It rains yeah. too much and his wife yeah, likes a hot country. Well, it's miserable, isn't <laughs> oh, okay. it? Okay. Yeah. Like, and the, and the, the women are ugly. Zidane can go manage Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, I don't think, I think he's made it clear. Like, I only want to coach in Spain. It's nice of war. He, he, he could have managed PSG, but he didn't go there either. Yeah, it's a strange one. I thought he would have gone there, to be honest. 
Honestly, Zidane's case, I think he wants to manage the national team, French national team. So most probably, what, what I'm assuming is that after the World Cup, they're going to fire that coach, they're going to hire Zidane. You know, that, that's what I feel like is going to happen. Because a while ago, think. like, a while ago, he, I think, I think it was a post or something. He was like, don't worry, guys, I'm going to be back to, like, to the field, to coach, blah, 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 this and that. You know, so he's like hinting on something. And I don't think he's going to come back to a club like to uh, managing a club, you know, because he always wanted to manage the national team. So it's either that or, I don't know, I have this, like, this theory where he might go to Juve, Juventus, for some reason. Yeah. I don't know, because, like, he used to play there, right? So he has this connection yeah, sure. with the club. It's a warm country. So, <laughs> exactly. It's, a, it's Italy, you know. He's going to eat the... Pretty girls. Pizza and pasta, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a good shout, to be fair. I could see both. I could see either one happening. The French team, definitely. Especially if they have a poor World Cup. Yeah. I could definitely see him going in there as, as to run to manage the French team if they have a poor World Cup, especially after like the poor Euros that they had. That would make Exactly, sense. yeah. Yeah. It's either that or Juventus, you know? like that, That's my guess. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that those are probably good shouts. I think those are... I would not be surprised to see either of those, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't think there's anywhere else in Spain he'd go unless it was someone nah. completely disconnected from the from the whole situation. But then you're talking about small little teams that he won't he's he doing. won't manage in he won't manage in Spain. If he's been at if he's been yeah. at Madrid he won't go anywhere else. Yeah. yeah I don't mean, think he wants to come like, here. He understands like the the rivalry that exists around that top three in Spain. He won't do it. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I think um, Juve or um, mm. France is a good shout, but I don't know if Juve could afford him. That would be the only thing I would say. I think they need to rebuild the squad as well. I think they can afford him. It's just yeah, as as Matt said, like they have to rebuild, and like rebuilding is going to cost them a lot of money because if Zidane comes like I'm sure it's going to be like okay, at least minimum 10 players you guys need to get rid of them minimum you know so that's going to cost them money and like they haven't been doing well neither in the league nor it's Champions League like unless I don't know they, they pull some miracle and win the Europa League you know that's the only that's the only money that's going to come in you know that's not going to be a large amount of money compared to being in the Champions League well true but I mean sponsors and this and that you know like so does anyone feel that there's a player who's been a worse signing of the season? That was a bad sign to begin with, or you think it started the season badly? I'm just going to say every single 22 player that signed the Nottingham Forest. <laughs> I mean, that's an easy answer, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much the entire Lingard. Nottingham Forest. Lingard, yeah. yeah. yeah Lingard. Diego Costa, I don't really get that signing. I think that's yeah, a bit of a it's free, fairly decent free signing, you know, experience. Yeah, but how much sign-on fee and wages is he demanding, do you think? Mm. Well, you're talking about Diego Costa. If you want to know something from today, I can tell you, which is quite funny. Go on, him. He got that's sent enough. off. Yeah. It's not that. He's got that temper in him, isn't he? Is it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I'm surprised he hasn't been sent off before. <laughs> <laughs> But um, you know, that's what Diego Costa. He, 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 I agree with you, Rich. To be fair, that is, it was an odd signing, and you know he hasn't yeah. played that many for, minutes for Wolves. Managed to get himself sent off. I mean, the only thing I can think of is like it's the the Portuguese element. You know that you know. I know he. Well, they lost someone to long term injury, and he's he? supposed to be like there to come and help him out. But he got himself sent off. I just yeah, I just didn't see it as fitting. I just yeah, I thought that was a bit odd when I heard it. But 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, Nottingham Forest is the easy answer, pretty much. Anyway, anyone at Nottingham Forest is a simple uh, shout, really. Okay, Geddes at Wolves. Wolves again. Yeah. I'd say Wolves we'll be in one. general. I don't think they made anyone any inspiring signings in the summer, to be honest. Then maybe Coutinho at Villa. He hasn't done squat. Coming yeah, a large amount of money. Permanent deal. I mean, to be fair, nothing. he was there last season as well, though, wasn't it? So would you really count that as a signing, or is that just yeah, a continuation? Signing, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it, it was a loan it... signing into a permanent signing. They've yeah, spent money on but... it. Do you ever look at that as like a real signing or is it just more like a continuation of last season, really? I mean, I don't really ever view that as a, a brand new signing because it's like, well, you were it's at the squad last season. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a signing. Right, it's a signing, you I'm know? outnumbered on this. <laughs> yeah. It's a signing. Come on, it's a signing, man. <laughs> play, play technicalities, it's a signing. Fair enough. I've been outvoted. Uh, mm-hmm. I just, in my opinion, I don't really, I wouldn't consider that because I don't see that as a signing, in in my opinion. But what about uh, Darwin Nunez at Liverpool? What do you think about him? Uh, he's, he's a good signing. Injured, he's he's a good signing. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, it's difficult uh, to judge because he's been injured, isn't he? yeah. Yep. Because I, I know we're going to switch the topic now. We're going to move into something else. So before we do that, continue. Yeah. I think the biggest mistake of his life was leaving Liverpool because. As soon as there was like this yeah. whole rumors like he wants to go to Barca, this that I was like, don't do it. You're gonna go to Barca. You're not gonna yeah. play, you know. And that's exactly what happened. He went there. He didn't play, making money. He even paid money from his own pockets, right, to to make the deal happen. Going to Barca. Yeah, to go. The yeah, because he paid something out to Liverpool, didn't he? Best thing to yeah, ever happen like, to Liverpool, though. Oh, wasn't absolutely. It? Oh, yeah. 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 It's he part left of the, the wrong time. were able to do what they did was to use yeah. the money from Coutinho. And so I think they have done very well with Liverpool, yeah. to be fair, is they just how yeah. they invest. Exactly. They, they, they know how to invest their money, you know? Yeah. But they he's not the first player that's gone for the big move straight away, you know, the big massive move thinking this is my big break, is he? There's been loads of players. Oh, yeah. There's, been, there's been many players that chased the money, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. Yeah, but I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, it was a terrible decision for him in the end. But Eden Hazard at Real Madrid, same thing. Terrible decision. Yeah, that's for him. another. I mean, honestly, that's More Hazard's injuries. Fault. Yeah, that's, that's injuries. Not just not just the injuries. Like, did you guys see, once he got signed? Okay, uh, I think it was like he turned, he turned. Yeah, he turned did, up overweight, he, didn't he? Yeah, like come on, man. He looked like R nine. You know, like how R nine looks now. The, the whole Ouch. tummy and the way. <laughs> Ouch, yeah. Wow. It's okay. You can call him Fat Ronaldo. Man. That's what we call him. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we call him. Fat Ronaldo. I think he, I think he called himself like, Fat, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, I that's, that's how we know him. Fat. Yeah. But he's one of those players that's like, hey, man, I stayed in shape while I was playing all that time. Now I'm not playing anymore. To hell with it. I don't, I don't want to train <laughs> I, think, exactly. I think I think yeah. you are actually correct. That is his mentality for it. Yeah. That he sacrificed all the time he was playing football and now he was just wants to enjoy his life. And oh, I just want to eat burgers now, you know? I like yeah, burgers. I never ate a burger while I was playing. I'm, so. re- <laughs> I'm retired. Who the hell cares? Have you guys heard of this thing called McDonald's? <laughs> it's great. I recommend <laughs> it. <laughs> Neil Ruddock was another player like oh, that, yeah, though. Neil he Ruddock, said yeah. that as well. But he, he was like, yeah. mate, I... I trained seven days a week for like 20 years and I stayed at a weight and that was the weight I was staying at. Now I'm not playing. I'm not going to do that. 
I'm going to drink beer. I'm going to eat kebabs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. But, um, but yeah, sorry, Eden Hazard. You were talking about Eden Hazard, sorry. Yeah, so Hazard, like, once that happened, preseason, like, I want to use the F word right now, you know, but after the preseason, man, like, he messed his career up, you know? He came back overweight, and then, like, you have players like Vinicius Jr., who's trying to, like, um, who's trying to prove a point, you know? Like, I want to be a starting 11 player. I'm quick, I'm Brazilian, I'm this, I'm that, you know? So he's trying to get his place in the, in the starting 11, you know? And then you have Rodrigo, you had Bale on the other side, you know? Yeah, I was going to say so, Rodrigo. He's another player that plays in that same type of position that's younger, yeah, hungrier, exactly. uh, come through, come through uh, Madrid's youth system, and he, wants, he wanted game time. Exactly, because he was playing for Castilla, Madrid B, like yeah. B team, you know? So obviously he wanted to like he wanted to get the opportunity, you know. Whereas Hazard, he was like, you know what? I'm Eden Hazard, you know. Like everybody knows me by now. I'm gonna be playing under Zidane, like, and th- that was his dream. He always said that, you know, it's my dream to play under Zidane. So, so th- that that's what like kind of excited us, like Madridistas, you know. We're like, yo, he's playing for his like dream coach, this that, and then next thing you know, you look at him with his belly. I'm like, bro, like, are you serious? You know, <laughs> like, a player of your caliber. You get me? One of the best players of the Premier League. You know, like, I mean, we can't say no to that. Like, we saw what he did with Chelsea, you know? I mean, take out a couple of up. seasons, but yeah, there was a couple of he seasons. He was one of the best players in the Premier League. Yeah, but he no, was, he was one of the, was come on, man. Like, he, he had seasons, the season where iffy. he was, I don't know. Like, he was, he was overpowered. Like, he was OP, you know? Okay, but if, yeah, you, yeah. if you're going to say that, then I would turn around and say, would you consider Gareth Bale to be one of the all-time Premier League greats? No, I'm just saying at that point, he was one of the best Premier League players. Yeah. Oh, at yeah, that point. You're at that point. About at that like, point. Yes. Yeah, at that point. Right. Okay, 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 okay. I thought at you were like point. saying, like, that, you know, no, Premier no, no, League no. dream team, Gareth Speed kind of, you know. No, 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 no I think. Something else, man. Yeah, I think what Danny was just saying is that season before they went to Madrid, like the one yeah, that yeah, Chelsea yeah. won the league and the one where, yeah, like, okay. he scored to stop. Spurs, so Leicester could win the league. He was one of the best players in the Premier League at yeah, okay, that point. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah at okay. that point, you know. I mean, and then he 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 started training. Like obviously, like you're training at Madrid, you're not training at Leicester, you know. Like the intensity is different. The whole game system is different. And then one, two, three, you get injured because of your weight. I'm 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 one hundred percent sure that it was because of his weight. You know, one injury led to the other, and we are where we are today. You know. You don't look okay. after yourself. That's what's going to happen. You know? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I I agree. Yeah, he ruined his own yeah. career. Like that. That's why. Like at first, like the first year or two, I was like, "Come on, man, why isn't he playing?" You know, like why isn't Zidane playing him? This and that. Like give him a chance. But then whenever he got his jam- chance, he wasn't doing anything. Next year, he's injured again. Obviously, he's, he's he's doing something wrong. You know, off the field. Like that. That makes most sense to me as a coach. You know. If a player keeps on getting injured, like that means there's something wrong going on, right? Either it's hey, regime. Because I, I think it can be very much like, speaking from experience, it can be very much like a situation of where one thing goes wrong and then it just avalanches into exactly. all sorts of different things going wrong. So, like, I, I pick up one injury and then all of a sudden that stops me from doing this and then I've got another two things on top of that and then my back starts to hurt and then my, my you know, my shoulders start hurting all the time because I'm not sleeping and, you yeah. know, it, that's the problem. So, I, I think... That's life, you know, though, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I totally agree with you. But sometimes, yeah. like, you can be perfectly fine, and then you'll have that one injury, and then it just cascades from there. And then all of a sudden, you're the injury-prone guy. And it's like, I have exactly. no idea what happened. Like, when I was younger, like, the crazy crap I used to do when I was younger, and I, like, walked away from that going, that could have been bad, couldn't it? <laughs> and now it's like I the sit wrong in my chair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but um but yeah now it's like i sit in my chair wrong for an hour and then for three days i can't walk properly you know it's like i meant to that <laughs> yeah like i know that life happens but sometimes <laughs> you just think michael owens another example just one injury and then it was just done and done and done and done. If you hear if you hear Owen speak, he said like with his hamstrings, there's three fibers in his hamstrings and he was he was only ever running around with two of them. So it was he was a ticking time bomb. I try not to listen to Michael Owen speak. He bores me. No. This is very true, but he bores me to tears, but Yeah. I try to mute him when he was talking, so Um, anyone else want to say anything else? No, cool. I'm going to move yep. us on then, gentlemen. So we are going to do the SITM Hall of Fame. And this time there might be a tiebreaker on here because Danny gets a vote as well now. So, gentlemen, this is a subject so, as we so were talking who, about. Who, just quickly, who owns a tiebreaker? So if it's a 2-2 two, two split, who owns a tiebreak? I think it's going to be you this week. Well, it's surely not the star of the show, you know. No, I'm the host. I need to stay unbiased. I come up with the guys, you decide. It's gonna be feeling this week though, I promise you. So um so we're talking we're talking about uh the Premier League and we're doing our projections for this week. Um and this was inspired by a conversation that you and I, Tom, had uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So this week, uh gentlemen, we are gonna be looking at two players that inspired the foreign explosion in the Premier League. And I want you to put someone into the Hall of Fame for me. I think I know who these two players are going to be. You probably do, because we had this I conversation. Probably work out who one of them are. So, this week's first choice, Eric Daniel Pierre Cantona. Okay, that's not who I thought <laughs> was. Born was born on the who I thought it was, yeah was born on the 24th of May, 1966, in Marseille, France. He began his playing career. Why did I cross that out? He began his playing career at Sol Calois as a goalkeeper. Uh, but his talent soon had him switch to an attacking position. His professional career began at Auxerre, making his debut in 1983. He played there for five years before moving to Marseille uh, for a French Olympic record Marseille. Olympic Olympic Marseille uh, for a French record fee of 22 million francs. Uh, Cantona was disliked at Marseille and in 1991 was offered to Liverpool, who refused the offer. And he then went on trial at Sheffield Wednesday, who could not afford him. Oh. And so in 1992. Eric Cantona arrived at Leeds United. He would stay at Leeds for only 10 months before making his final and most famous move to Manchester United for £1 million. And the rest, as they say, is history. What a steal, eh? Yeah. 
He played for that money. 439 games, scoring 165 goals, being capped 45 times with 20 goals for France. He won seven league titles, eight domestic cups, one under-21 European Championship, one World Cup in beach football. Oh. One PFA Player of the Year award. <laughs> One, hey, it's a World Cup, man. <laughs> I know, I forgot he was even in that. Uh, one PFA Player of the Year award. Oh, One God. Football Writers Association Footballer of the Year. Uh, One French Orns Player of the Year. Inducted into the English and Premier League Football Hall of Fames. He was named in the FIFA 100 Greatest Living Players. Named in PFA Team of the Century for the 20th century, number 10 in the French Player of the Century, and a UEFA President's Award. He also had one of the greatest press conferences in Premier League history. That kicks off this show, I might add. Yes, you may have heard that. So, or is it going to be, and also one of the greatest TV adverts in history as well? Au revoir. Au revoir. Mm. Yeah. Or will it be. Dennis, Nicholas, Maria, Burkham. Who was born on the 10th of May, 1969, in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. He began playing football with Ajax and stayed with them throughout his entire youth career, making his professional debut in 1986, winning the Cup Winners' Cup in his debut season. He would stay with Ajax until moving to Italy in 1993, joining Inter Milan, where he would remain for two seasons, performing poorly in the Italian league, despite finding success in Europe. In June 1995, Arsenal would break their record transfer fee to bring Bergkamp to Highbury, initially failing to impress, but finishing the season in fifth with 11 goals. Once Arsene Wenger was appointed manager at Arsenal, Bergkamp uh, uh, united with him to become absolute forces in the English game. And uh, yeah, he played in the infamous Invincibles team. He played 734 games, scoring 264 goals, and was capped 79 times, netting 37 goals. He won four league titles, nine domestic cups, one cup winner's cup, two UEFA cups, Named Dutch Footballer of the Year twice, PFA Player of the Year, Football Writers Association Player of the Year, IFFHS World's Top Goalscorer in 1992, two FIFA Player of the Year third places, and he's been inducted into the English and Premier League Hall of Fame. So, gentlemen. Dennis Burkamp! Dennis Burkamp! Also in our intro as well yes so gentlemen i throw this out to you discuss debate ask questions but it's your choice so this is why i said i think you're going to be the tiebreak feeling <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> so yeah discuss um so i have you think i'd be pretty biased here towards burkham i mean you usually are about all things Do arsenal so yeah uh, before on the show doing this Hall of Fame segment, I've gone against Arsenal before with uh, Schmeichel. Peter Schmeichel, yeah, you're Seaman. right, yeah. But this time I, I feel that Burkamp was the slightly better player than Cantona. So, so, I'm guessing you're all going to disagree with me. 
<laughs> but I think on the world stage as a whole, I think Burkamp contributed more than Eric Cantona. Maybe on the pitch. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I would say maybe Cantona is more of an icon than Burkamp is. Mm. I think Burkamp is the better football player. Yeah, I'm gonna. Gentlemen, <laughs> I am going to. So I personally, I think for me, Burkham was a bit. Was probably the better player. Um, Kanzala had more of an impact initially, but his disciplinary record let him down. Like across the board, he could have done so Shut much up. more if he. Shut up. He hadn't. Been Shut up. Been. Shut up. Disciplined. Shut up. What? What's going on here? <laughs> Let's hear from Danny first. Because oh. that would have been more interesting, wouldn't it? Well, you're the host. You swing to him, right? <laughs> he just starts talking without any invitation. He's just like, I'm going to start talking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let him go on. You're the host. Yeah, you might as well carry on now, feeling. Well, there was a long period of silence, and I don't like long periods of silence. I mean, you've already said he's probably the better player, so you'll pick his Burkamp. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. that, that, that makes it boring. There you go. <laughs> no, carry on. Carry on with your point. Go on. Uh, yeah, no, I, I just think Cantona's disciplinary record is probably uh, what lets him is what lets him down for me. Um, could have done Burkamp so much more. Had his moments. Oh yeah, Burkamp had his moments, but he didn't get banned for nine months. Oh, no. He actually got banned in France as well. Yeah, he got banned in France. I didn't write down the bans because everyone knows him. But he got banned for... uh, Marseille wanted rid of him. Three years he initially got banned for in France that was then reduced to 10 months. Bloody hell. What did he do? Uh, He karate kicked a a player. So he had previous... Yeah. I didn't know that until I read it. And I was like, oh! Oh, I didn't know he'd done that before, but yeah, okay. And he had a massive falling out with uh, Benitez when he was French manager. Just think that stands against him. So Gerard I would say Burkamp. Was it Gerard Houllier? Yeah. Oh yeah, Benitez. Oh yeah, not Benitez. Not Benitez. Uh, so they, Houllier. they look alike. They were both Liverpool manager. Whatever. Yeah. Close enough. Okay, so that's it. It's Burkamp straight away. <sighs> Danny, what do you think? <laughs> okay, so I mean, I was a kid when both of them were still playing, you know. So obviously, I didn't know them back then. But yeah, like, he's up, he's like, like ten years younger than us. I, I, I was a kid when they were still yeah, playing, but talking? he was probably like three or four when they were playing. Nah, come on, not three or four, man. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> when Arsenal. <laughs> When were you born? Yeah, I might have been like, I'm born in 95, 1995. Yeah. 85? 95. Oh, 95. Oh, right. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Did you just say So, yeah. You would have been about <laughs> five when the Invincibles. Yeah, to exactly. six, 2001, right? So you might remember yeah, the tail end of Burkamp's career, right? Yeah. So you didn't see. So, yeah, you were two when Cantona retired. <laughs> So, so yeah, no, not three or four, not three or four. No, you were younger. Put it like that. Wow. Go on, sorry. Um, so yeah, like I've seen their videos though. You know, like I've seen I've seen how they play, this and that. But honestly, to me, Burkamp, he he was on a different level, man. Like 
the goals that he had, like he had this trick shot, like I don't, I can't forget it, you know? When the ball comes to him back, he has the defender, he just flicks it, turns and like that, that flick turn that he has, like that's just iconic, you know? To me, it's very camp, man. Say that's Even though Col- bring up. Contina was, Contina was a badass, you know? Contina was like the badass type of player, like Zlatan kind of player, you know? Mm-hmm. But, but Bergkamp was different, man. Like, he was an artist, you know? I, well, I was surprised by that feeling. You didn't ruin anything, so well done. Okay, <laughs> but moving forward, whoever has a tiebreak <laughs> goes last. We'll just set that as a rule. Yeah, yeah, I think that should be the rule in future. Yeah, right. so we'll make that expectation, like, just set it clear now. Whoever has a tiebreak, you go last. Yeah, it's not always going to be that clear cut, though, like Man U Arsenal, so sometimes if, it if might If I did, be. like, on my top five goals ever, I think yeah. Burkamp would be at least three of those. Probably. Three of them, probably, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I, think, there is definitely a Dennis Burkamp goal in my top five. The Argentina goal was oh, just something yeah. special. That one. Yeah. one of the goals against Leicester. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, the Newcastle goal when he flicked the ball. The Newcastle goal. My, my Burkham goal was the Newcastle defender. goal. Yeah. Where he flicked the ball around and ran around. The, I think that's the, the goal defender. that Danny was talking about as yeah, well. Is, that, yeah. With the flick turn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I was surprised by that result. but I am too. But uh, Dennis Bergkamp, yeah, you go flying in. Get it, get it, because he hates flying. Decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hates flying. Do you get yeah, it? You yeah, get yeah, it? You get it. Yeah, you, got it. I... You go <laughs> flying in like a jet plane, soaring off into the skies, into the sacked in the morning Hall of Fame with a pretty clear result unanimous so very well done let's clap after tom says something didn't get your opinion you want my opinion yes let's applaud him in first and then i'll give you my opinion ready dennis Burkamp. congratulations well done Burkamp. my opinion was dennis Burkamp as well I'm very surprised. I, I was expecting you all to go for Cantona. I um I agree with um a mixture of you and Tom, uh, a mixture of all three of you. To be honest with you, I think Eric Cantona was a bit of a badass that gave him a more of an iconic presence. Yeah, but just didn't quite live to the max of that. I think he wasted a lot of his career. Had he been Eric Cantona. At Man United throughout his entire career, then yeah. I mean, like I said in here, there was even a point where like teams didn't want him. They were like, you know, I mean, he was being offered when he was at Marseille to teams like, do you want him? Because we don't want him. Do you want him? Do you want him? And teams are saying, yeah, like, they, nah, did, we... they just wanted him off the books, didn't they? Yeah, pretty and that much. T- that tells you that someone in terms of the breakdown of that relationship, if they are literally just saying, take him off our hands, we don't want him anymore. Yeah. So as an icon... That was, de- that was in the era before free transfers and, you know, in the contracts and that sort of thing. I don't thing, think the so. Bosman had even been a thing by that point, had it? Bosman no, it wasn't. Was so you, it wasn't like you could a player could run his contract, you could run a player's contract out and then they leave. You yeah. were stuck with them. Yeah. Which I think's weird. I mean, how do they police that? I don't know. That's a different. Time, I don't. I it? no longer have a contract with you, but you can't leave. 
Yeah. I can't go talk to that club over there because yeah. although my contract's run out, you're still tied to me. It, yeah. It, like when you when you when you say it out loud, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's kind of weird that it took until the nineties for that to not be a thing. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, but yeah, iconic status. Cantona has Bergkamp beat all day long. I think as an icon, yeah, Eric Cantona is uh, is leaps and bounds ahead of Dennis Bergkamp. I think um, on that front because. No offense, but Dennis Bergkamp is a bit boring. He's a He's very I plain mean, Jane, isn't he? Have you ever heard him speak? It's just, just, <laughs> yes, it was. It was good. It was. He's the James Milner of the Netherlands. His nickname oh, was the Iceman. Yes, it was. Yeah. So that should tell you a little bit. Tells you all you really need to know, right? There. But yeah, as a player, yeah, I think Bergkamp was something special. I think, yeah. Uh, Talking uh, about Wolves, I, mean, I just remembered something. Yeah, uh, Antona, I think he had like I don't know where it was. I don't know if it was like the Ballon d'Or or like Champions League. Um, you know when they do like the group stages and stuff, like the draw. You know, yeah. I don't know, I don't know where it was. Like while he was talking there, you know, with his hat, he was like it was so irrelevant. He was like, yeah. I wish the the I don't know what the, I don't know what he was saying. Like, you know, oh, that was I'm a... trying to remember. Famous thing about Cantona, though, wasn't it? He talked out of in rubbish riddles. and nonsense. Yeah, that yeah, like, it was like, what are you to going the on about? Topic. Yeah. Like, he was that like, is because, uh, world he, uh, peace or world something, like, like energy. Like, I don't know what the hell he was saying, you know? I like his beer adverts. We're still at toi. Yeah. You a farmer? <laughs> oui. The <Zero> session. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 um, yeah, I, I mean, if Hall, Hall of Fame was based on like identity, then Kant and I were going for the advert alone for the for the Nike advert. Yeah, oh, true, yeah. exactly. That, that was man. just that that, and then the nineteen ninety eight World Cup advert were my two favorite fo- uh, sports adverts of all time. The oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Cantona also was in Brazil advert? playing football in the airport, wasn't it? It was loads of teams playing in the uh, airport, wasn't it? But it was Ronaldo who took the final shot. Fat Ronaldo. Yes. Uh, who took yes, the final yes, shot and he yes, hit the yes. post, didn't he? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wasn't Cantona also in that advert when they were playing, all playing in a cage? And he was That like, was that advert. Was it that advert? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were talking about the. Oh, no. Oh, advert, oh right. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're playing in like a five a side. Five a side. Oh, yeah. That was. Uh, in the world, yeah. That was another World Cup advert. Wasn't yeah, it? Was that a World Cup advert or a Pepsi advert? It was a Pepsi or a World Cup advert. Yeah, yeah I think it was Pepsi. I think it was yeah, Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi advert. And then there was another Nike advert that I really liked where you saw it from the player's point of view where he signs for Arsenal. Do you remember that yeah, one where yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, playing yeah, yeah. and then Arsene Wenger comes to scout him and then he plays for Arsenal Vaguely. and then he plays against Man U and he gets put on his ass and Ronaldo's like in his face like that, isn't it? Do you remember that one? Vaguely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that was a really good advert as well. But we're not here to talk about adverts anyway. So anyway, yeah, Dennis Bergkamp into the Hall of Fame. He was a hero of mine when I was getting into football. You know, I had, I had his name on my shirt, you know. Yeah. Back in day. That's all for this week, gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much for, for joining me. Um, so let's go around the table. 
Thank you very much, Danny. Thank you, guys. It was it was a pleasure being here, honestly. First of many, I'd say. Yeah, it was really yeah fun. we look forward nice to seeing you again. Yeah, sure. yeah, thanks, guys. Honestly, I appreciate it a lot. No Until worries. Next time. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Phelan. Cheers, guys. Been a pleasure as always. Fantastic. Thank you, Tom. That's okay. And from the star of the show. <laughs> the star of the show. Hold on. What? What are we holding on? Drum beat, please. Drum. Yeah, go drums. On. Go on. Everyone, everyone, hype me up. Hype me up. Here, yeah, come on. Yeah, Danny, you've been great. Thanks for coming. <laughs> oh! Thank you. Thank you. That's the cuts my legs out from under me at the last new, minute. The new star has arrived. That's it, yeah. It's breaking. No, thanks for joining me, guys, and thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again next time, where I'm sure we will be discussing the 1994 World Cup because that's how much of a pulse that our finger is. Hey, I'd be very happy to discuss the 94 <laughs> World Cup. <laughs> thank you very much for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. Enjoyed the show? Why not check out Metal Marmite wherever you get your podcast? This has been a Rich Tea Entertainment production. Thank you for listening. <laughs>